When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Beautiful people, beautiful people, happy Monday. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favourite news platform and the home of popular culture. Today is quite a small team, but you've got your girl here, Just Jean, ripping the black queens and those in the fitness scene. Okay. Come okay. On. And they call me E-Man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer and news analyst, and of course the melanin is always jumping. I'm going to steal that one day, I swear. <laughs> Honestly, every time you do it, I'm just like, it's not fair. Um, yeah, so it's just dusty today, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Quiet team. Yep. But we're still going to rep for everybody else. 100%. How's your weekend? It was all right, you know. Yeah? It was all right. What'd you get up to? Uh, work. Working. Oh. And also um, watching the boxing. How was... Do you know what? I didn't watch it. Mm. No, I was meant to watch it, mm-hmm. and then I didn't watch it. Perfect. He lost, though, innit? Yeah, he lost, he lost. Mm. It was a sick fight, though. I heard it was good, actually, and I heard that um, the guy he fought mm-hmm. is quite sick. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And generally, he knocks people out in, like, the second round. Or, like, he's quite... Mm. He's a tough person to, yeah. to beat. So, it was a good fight, and Anthony kind of did his thing. 100%. Yeah. Like, um, prior to that, he had done... He had fought 18 fights. Okay. And won all of those 18 by knockout. Really? Yeah, this guy's dangerous. Okay. 100%. So, t- to be fair, I-, I don't think anyone thought Anthony was going to win the fight. Mm. Everyone kind of thought at best, oh, you know, like there's something in the air. Maybe he can do it. Mm. But everyone knew it was going to be a tall order. This really? Guy, yeah, yeah. This, this he's guy, a beast. Yeah, he, he's. I've ne- What's his name? Uh, better be a... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's not he's not one of those commercial type fighters. He's got mm. three three of the belts. Okay. Only needs one to kind of get all, all of the belts anyway. But he's not one of those. I think also because he's like Russian. So English is not his first language. To be fair, but he speaks English well, but he's just not he's not a you know what I mean? Yeah. Charismatic type of guy. Where it's he's like, not um, I'm, I'm very Phil. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> I'm childish. <laughs> but yeah, man, but yeah, as he uh, did yeah. His respect went up. Oh, that's good. In, in I, love, world, I love Anthony. Yeah. Do you know what's really funny? When um when I was in my boxing bag, mm-hmm. we used to um train at the same um place. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. So his coach was my coach. Obviously, I wasn't trying to. I wasn't taking boxing serious though. <laughs> I was just only there for weight loss. Mm. But like, it's sick because like like I've seen him like mm. from the beginning. Yeah. So to yeah. see where he is now is absolutely amazing. Yeah. 100%. So big up to you. Hundred percent, man. I was upset the way it ended, but why? 
Because um, he's thingy called it, yeah, right? Yeah, Tunde called it. Yeah, he was like, nah, that's enough, man. The thing is, this is why I don't understand it because obviously that generally happens a lot, right? So with the Eubank fight, I watched it and that's, I saw that happen. Mm. So like... Oh, Eubank's a bit different. He, like, the referee stopped that. Okay, so, okay. So, you know when you're fighting, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then you get knocked down. Yep. I get ego and pride is a thing in it. Mm-hmm. But I always, I do realise that you're never really going to recover in time. Like, unless... I, feel, I always feel like, unless it's like, you know when it's like the bell goes and you've got like... Yeah. You can sit in the corner. Mm-hmm. In those moments... Mm. You can kind of like try and regain your whatever. But I feel like once you drop on that floor, mm. my dear, <laughs> like, yeah. like you're already like at such a disadvantage. And, every, and yeah. I feel like the adrenaline also for the person who knocked you mm-hmm. is like tenfold. So yeah. now they're right. on a mission because like it's a window of opportunity that they can't miss. Yeah, so nine times out of ten, I don't think I've ever seen. Obviously, I'm not a massive boxing fan. So mm. Tell me if I'm wrong. But I've never seen someone like fall on the floor mm-hmm. and kind of recover enough to like last several rounds afterwards. Mm. I always feel like once you're on the floor. That's it. You'd be surprised, man. A lot of people have been knocked down like two, three times and come really? back and, and won the fight. Yeah. Really? Like even Fury's first fight with Wilder. Yeah. Granted, um, actually no, Fury got knocked down twice in that, if I'm not mistaken. Somewhere in the middle middle rounds and, and in the 12th round, came back and he won the fight. Damn. Yeah. Oh no, actually the first one was considered a draw, I think. Split decision. But Damn. everyone knew Fury kinda won the fight, to be fair. Mm. But yeah, people people have been like it's been like one sided fights for like twelve rounds. Someone's like hit a guy in the right spot, right time. Really? And won the, won the Do fight. you know what? That's Vim, you know. Like mm. and that's your mental, because I feel like mm-hmm. you know like when you're in those kind of situations, yeah, and things kinda go left, naturally mm-hmm. you panic. Yeah. And like yeah. that can kind of like Reduce your morale, mm-hmm. but I feel like if you're very mentally strong, yeah, you can you can do it. I don't know about me. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I don't think I'm mentally strong. I'm, I'm a bit too emotional. I'll get mm. my feelings. Right. Uh, yeah. So, but I respect those that like mm. can do it. Do you think you could ever get in the ring and fight like on TV? No, no. I couldn't. Every time I went boxing and mm. I couldn't spar. Mm. I don't want to get hit in the <laughs> face. Like it was always annoying. It was like. Mm. Get in the ring spa and I'll be like, no, please. <laughs> Don't, it's the getting hit in the face. But I've always been mm. told once you get hit in the face, like the first time, yeah. it's fine. Like yeah. it's just that initial fear. Mm. But I just used to think, my face. Like, <laughs> no. No, I don't think I could. So so basically, if like KSI's team, for example, come <laughs> and he's like And I've got a train for like a charity, like those kind of Yeah, yeah. But it's not just gonna be a charity, it's you making like let's just say half a mil from that one fight on TV. You know what it is? Mm. Okay. <laughs> See, this is a different... Everyone, everyone, everyone got a price, price baby. <laughs> I'm willing to talk. <laughs> okay, look, yeah. It doesn't exist anymore, by the way. No, can I just say something? Yeah. <laughs> can I just say... I, I know that's not how the convo went down. Yeah. It was editing, right? No, because oh, I, I was just like, Brent loves to throw E-Man under the bus. This is so unfair. He asked me for it. All I saw was, would you let him... <laughs> A man yummy. I'm willing to talk. I thought, no. <laughs> no, stop doing my brother like this. Jeez. But no, mm. I've got come I've got a price. Half a mil. Mm. You can butter do Yeah, give and take. Mm. No. But the thing is, the reason why I do it is because one, I'm quite um one, I'm competitive, but I like a challenge. And okay. I think it's it's mainly like the physical. Mm. Like the training, like the yeah. grit, all of that stuff. Cause like I watch, like I'm that kind of person who mm-hmm. would love to get scouted for a film. Okay. okay. Because 
it's a next level of training and discipline. Do you understand mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And it'll be so hard, but I feel like it'd be so rewarding afterwards. Mm. Like the hardest thing I've done is um, many moons ago. This is how I met Kalechi, by the way, Brent. Um, did you ever watch SAS, Who Dares Win? On no. PPC? Mm-mm. You ever watched it? I don't think so. Or um, what's the other name? So basically, mm. it's like a BB- it was Channel 4. There's two, S, um, BBC and Channel 4. Mm-hmm. And um, you basically have to train to be an SAS. Okay. So they recruit you mm-hmm. and then you have to spend, it's like in another country and you've got to go there for two weeks and basically train and prepare as if you were actually in the SAS. Okay. Like, and it's a competition, obviously. Mm-hmm. And like the last stage is literally like, you know, when they capture you mm-hmm. and like <laughs> interrogation, all of that stuff. Yeah. It's, it's. What, as in like teaching you to stay strong during yeah, torture? Yeah, yes. <laughs> okay. But it's a TV show, right? Mm. But honestly, it was the, I wanted to slip my wrists. Serious. And this isn't even me making it. This is me auditioning. I wanted to <laughs> slip my wrists. Ah! Uh, no, no, no. I thought, Man. I thought, I thought, you know when you think, yeah, you're into fitness. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't that bad. Yeah. And obviously I got headhunted. So it's mm-hmm. not like, I didn't apply. Mm. So I went for the, and obviously like, even when you go for the audition beforehand, you got to see a therapist. Like just to make sure you're mentally in the right space to do it. Because yeah. it's, it's a lot, right? Mm. So audition was in Wales. We went there for like, a weekend and when you're there you get there you meet everyone and you know these are a lover quota like you, even when we got there we could tell we're like okay only one of us is gonna make it because <laughs> they've got a box to tick so mm. both of us are gonna make it so me and Kalechi were like the only black girls mm-hmm. um there was an Asian girl there was two black guys no three and hello white people mm-hmm. and so like you, the first day you get there you're just chilling relaxing whatever and then they kind of explain to you like what the next two days are going to look like right mm-hmm. and then you gotta go to bed like we're literally sleeping in bunkers everything yeah wow. and then alarm goes off at five in the morning get up get up <laughs> you've got you've got to like put on your clothes go and stand outside <laughs> we're standing outside they're like all right cool um we got to do the first activity mm. first activity was like some climbing thing right so there's like, mm. a climbing frame you've got to climb all the way up and come back down, but obviously it's to test your like fear of heights. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not scared of heights, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'll go on roller coasters and bridges and stuff, yeah. but I'm scared of like yeah, I mean yeah, I'm not yeah. fearless. Mm-hmm. So you got to climb up this thing, yeah, mm-hmm. and then you got to stand on like when I say it, the platform we stood on was like the size of this iPad. I'm not even joking. Like my feet literally fit the square, and then you and there's no handles. You, you've got a harness, but like mm. you climb up the ladder mm-hmm. and then you've got to stand on top. So imagine how you're getting on top. It took me about 10 minutes. I was so scared. (laughs) And then there's like a... How high is it? It was high. Mm. Like bare high. And then there's like a... I don't know what to call it. Is it like a trapeze? Like, you know, like what they do in the circus? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 One Mm. of those. And you've got to jump and grab it. From that platform? Yes. And you know what was so out of order? Mm. Basically, my team went third. Okay. And they and what they said was the first two teams did mm. it with ease, so they made ours harder. So nobody, you were never gonna catch. It was yeah. impossible to catch. Mm. They did it on purpose. Mm. But what they wanted to see was whether you were gonna jump. Okay. Do you get what I mean? Okay. It took me forever. So if you jump, that's a good thing, right? Yes. Okay. Cool. It's 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 basically fighting the fear and doing like okay. feeling the fear and doing it right. Mm. If you didn't, you'd get an X marks to get your name. Mm. I was there for time. <laughs> go on Gina go on Gina you think I, I, I remember I'm standing on this thing and I'm sh- vibrating like a vibrating human like literally my body's in this and I thought oh my gosh how do I jump mm. I did it anyway but I screamed I was like ah! <laughs> and then I'm just you're just hanging 
Just hanging in. It weren't that bad. So that was mm. that. Mm. Then afterwards, we did like a fitness test. So you had to do like a bleep test. Okay. Um, which wasn't too bad, to be fair. Mm. Then we had to do a push-up challenge, a sit-up challenge. Again, them two, then my fields. Mm-hmm. Then we had to run. You see me? I can't run to save my life. Like, running is one thing that is not my bag. Mm. We had to do, like, I think a three-mile run in, like, terrain. Like, um, yeah, it was muddy. It was, mm. oh, it was so awful. Wow. But, and then we had to swim. See, I would have been, been out. We had to one. swim mm. and... No, let me. We didn't have to swim. It wasn't swimming. You had to hold your breath, basically, from one length to the other. Okay. Underwater. Okay. Like, but you had to like, ugh, you had to like swim at the bottom of the thing. Okay. And you weren't allowed to come up, mm. right? Yeah. I'm not a swimmer, so. <laughs> well, before, before they actually, before you um went for the audition. Yeah. Like, did you have to tell them if you could swim? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I said I wasn't a strong swimmer. Okay, cool. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So you had to get in this pool. It's quite shallow, so it's fine. Yeah, it wasn't deep. Mm. But you needed to swim from one length to the other, mm. holding your breath. <laughs> Email, I did it three times. <laughs> I did it three times. <laughs> three times. I just, you know what you just, but it was like, the whole thing, what I realized about this whole thing, yeah, was they just didn't want to see you give up. It was about mm. your mental strength, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I did it the first time. I came up, go start again. Did the second time, go start again. Did the third time, go start in the door. Like, do you want to go again? I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to go in, but they were like, nah, it's cool. So like, mm. everything was just testing, like, mm-hmm. testing your mental. And then yeah. the last thing, this is where I wanted to slip my wrist. So we had to do like, like, it was like a circuit, right? Like okay. a circuit training. So you had like a, a a guy there who was like, you know them sergeants that are literally yeah. shouting at mm-hmm. you? Like, and I, I'm not going to lie, that stuff doesn't work with me. Mm-hmm. You can't shout at me. I'm going to shout at you back. Who are you talking to? But mm. that one, you have to be quiet. <laughs> the guy's there telling us, do this, run this, burp, 50 burpees, mm. um, stand up, run to the end of the thing. Da, 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 da. And then like, this was consistent. There was no breaks, yeah? And the break was, all right, sprint to the, um, the tree and there's bottles of water there. Mm. So obviously, the faster you got there, the mm. more recovery you, you'd mm. get. Do you get what mm. I mean? That kind of stuff. And in that, it was so, it was just too intense for me. Like it was, yeah. it was so intense, yeah, that um, I contemplated injuring myself. No, I, I'm just being real, yeah. There was like a, di- a hole in the wall, a hole in the floor. Mm-hmm. And I contemplated falling in there and like twisting my ankle. No, because it was that bad. <laughs> no, listen, the torture I was experiencing, yeah, mm. it was so bad. And I thought, no one's dropping out. Mm. And I'll be damned if I'm the first black person here <laughs> to be like, I want to go home. Mm. So I thought, injury is the best way. This one is above me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what can you do? I'm injured. Mm. Like, I literally saw it and I almost done it. But I just thought, the recovery time's long, man. It's, it's not worth breaking my ankle. So I just firmed it and I got through. And then um, at the end... We all left, you didn't hear anything, and then you got a call back, and then it was like, okay, so, like I said, diversity in it. So, mm-hmm. Kalechi was way fitter than me, so yeah. I always knew she was gonna, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? So, Kalechi got through, but I was through, but I was on standby. Okay. So, basically, I had to train mm-hmm. for six weeks like I was going. Okay. Oh, serious? Yeah, okay. because in case if anybody dropped out beforehand, mm-hmm. I'd get to go. Mm-hmm. So, that was, again, the worst thing ever, mm. because I'm training to train, and I didn't know where I was going. Yeah. But to be honest, it did, I was the fittest I'd ever been in my life, though. Yeah, because of the stuff that I had to do. Like, I had to run. Like, I had to run with boots. I had to run with a a weighted vest. I was running, like, um, 10K every morning before work Mm. with a weighted vest on road. Like, in terms of my level of fitness, it was nuts. And my mental was really strong. Even though I didn't get to go, do you get what I mean? Mm. So, like, I'm that kind of person where, like, if they did offer me half a meal, I'm there, baby. Okay. So you wouldn't mind necessarily... 
your branding, like if you if you lose, if it, I lose, that's the round. thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that's the it's shame, isn't it? It's mm. shame, but at the same time, yeah, I'll be I'll be shaming myself to the bank. So yeah. to be fair, mm. I'll get trolled. Mm-hmm. We know what our community is like, yeah. yeah. There is no grace for anybody, mm-hmm. so I'll definitely become a meme. Mm-hmm. I know that, but mm-hmm. you know what I'll do to soothe those moments? What? I'll sleep on my money. <laughs> <laughs> So you lot will be laughing at me. Mm. I'll be caressing myself with dollar bills. So, hey. it's like, so it's all right. Hey, for real. You know what? Off the top of your head, yeah. Who would you fight? If they said to you, Gina, half a mil, but you've got to choose who you're fighting. Oh, uh, there has to be obviously someone who's known. Uh, Can't just be someone you're just going to beat up, though, isn't it? I know, because I'm not going to lie. In my head, that's what I'm trying to be cheeky and pick someone who I think I'd, I'd have a massive advantage. Mm. Who would I fight? Who would I fight? Who would I fight? Um, you could actually fight someone in your industry. industry. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be the same demographic if, it, if you don't want it to be. You're annoying. Cause he, knows, he, knows, he knows who I'm going to go for. <laughs> but I'm not saying it on air. Where would I go for her, friend? I, I'd drag her by her truths. <laughs> Um, okay, obviously not her. It would be her, obviously, but yeah, for argument's sake, not her. Um, who would I go for? I don't know, you know. Mm. I'm honest, I honestly don't know, like, who I'd... Who would I go for? Who would I go for? Hmm. Who would you think I'd go for? Or who do you think I should go for? I'm thinking one of these female rappers, you know. Oh, do you know what? Maybe what's her name? Um, Esther from Backchat. Yeah, I could do. Mm. She's she shorter than you, don't? Yeah, she is yeah. though. So I don't think it'd be fair. But I guess height doesn't really matter, does nah. it? As long as you're in a similar like weight class and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I could. Mm. Yeah, I could. Yeah, that would be a good. Esther, fight. what are you saying? <laughs> 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 no, we're cool though. Mm. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'll be like, it's charity. Let's go. That's it. You know? Yeah. Mm. Who's Bivol? He's what? Oh, sick, sick boxer. Can he beat? Better be if. Yeah. He can, yeah. But Better be if can also beat him. Says so it will be a sick fight. Okay. That's the, the guy who has the other belt, basically. Right. There's four, there's like four belts in, in that weight division. But uh, Bivol has one and Better be if has three. And is that the fight that's up next or is that the fight that people want? That's, that's the fight we would all want. But it's the fact that, you know, boxing, the business of boxing, everyone's evading each other and stuff like that. So, And if you were to call it, who would win that fight? If I had to put... Oh, man. It's, it's tough, you know. All right, you know, if, if I had to put money on it, I'll say, oh, I'll say before. Because that's like if if he's disciplined, mm-hmm. right, and he boxes like on the outside like he did against some um, Canelo and stuff, yeah, yeah, then he could he could beat Better Be of. Okay. But if Better so, Be of hurts him, and and he smells blood, then it's a wrap. So he beat Canelo. Yeah, he beat big Canelo. boy Canelo. Yeah, yeah, but Canelo's going up weight classes. That's that's not Canelo's natural size and stuff. So it was definitely like I I saw before beating Canelo. Okay. Yeah, hundred percent. I saw that happen. People just didn't give before a chance for some reason because he's not popular. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah it was t- it was too it was too much of a challenge for Canelo. He's just not big enough. 
But um, but yeah, man. Right, thanks. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, let's get into our headlines. Let's do it. All right. So the first headline is an update on the situation with Nadam Zahari. Basically, long story short, the man was sacked. He was sacked by Rishi Sunak. And um, yeah, he's at home. Good dear. <laughs> but I think people want to take it further. But anyway, let me get um, straight into the story. So Rishi Sunak ha- had ordered an investigation into Mr. Zahari by Solori Magnus, um, his independent advisor on ministers' interests, following reports that the Tory chairman had paid a penalty as part of an estimated £4.8 million settlement dispute with HMRC. It comes a day after Number 10 denied reports that the PM received informal advice in October that Nadim Zahawi's tax affairs could damage the government's reputation. Mr. Zahawi admitted last week to paying a seven-figure tax settlement while serving as the Chancellor. This happened last year, I believe, around September. So in a letter to uh, Nadim Zahawi, Prime Minister Rishi Sunak said the findings of Solori Magnus's um, report made it clear that there has been a serious breach of the ministerial code. The letter said, when I became prime minister last year, I pledged that the government I lead would have integrity, professionalism and accountability at every level. Deputy leader Daisy Cooper said, Rishi Sunak has finally acted after spending days defending the indefensible on Nadim Zahawi. Sunak's first 100 days in office have been tarnished by endless conservative sleaze and scandals. Meanwhile, Labour's Andy Burnham has said Rishi Sunak should temporarily remove Deputy Prime Minister Dominic Rayab from government. As we reported last week on TDA, reports suggest that he had at least 24 complaints of bullying made against him. So that's the Deputy Prime Minister. So there's a lot of controversy, man, around the Tory cabinet at the moment. The next headline is about your boy, Donald Trump. My boy. (laughs) (laughs) That's your uncle. (laughs) Well, basically, um, he's going to be kicking off his 2024 White House campaign. Oh, he's trying to come back. He's coming back, man. So, yeah. So, Mr. Trump made appearances in New Hampshire and South Carolina um, as far as his first campaign events <coughs> since the former president announced his third White House bid in November. Former U.S. President Donald Trump has kicked off his 2024 White House bid uh, with stops in New Hampshire and South Carolina while brushing aside criticism that his campaign was off to a slow start. Speaking to new to party leaders at the New Hampshire Republicans annual meeting in Salem, the former president insisted he was motivated to win as he embarked on his third White House bid which he announced in November. We're starting right here as a candidate for president, he announced. I'm more angry now, and I'm more committed now than I ever was. In contrast to the ruckus rallies in front of thousands of devotees that Mr. Trump often holds, Saturday's events were notably quite muted. In Columbia, South Carolina, Mr. Trump spoke to about 200 people in the state's Capitol building with Governor Henry McMaster and Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina flanking him. But Mr. Trump's sluggish start to his campaign has left some questioning his commitment to running again. But he dismissed the speculation by saying, we have huge rallies planned bigger than ever before. Is this man serious, man? I'm not sure if he can beat Biden. I was actually about to ask that. Mm. I was going to say, do you think they will allow him to like, do you think they're going to vote for him and allow him to come back? Um, I, I, I'm not sure if he'll beat Biden. And I don't know why, to be fair, because Biden just doesn't seem capable of anything <laughs> so, so yeah i don't know man i don't know but what do you think you think trump can come back <clears throat> i don't even think he's the strongest republican candidate candidate mm. i don't know if he's gonna be running as a 
Trump's going True, back. that's true. He's got to make that first, yeah. I don't know if it is. He's going to win all the Republicans, to be honest. You think who? DeSantis? Florida's one. Have we not been talking about DeSantis? Yeah, yeah. What would be, what would be, what were we saying about the Santos one time? Um, on Friday we spoke about him. He had a he had a situation with um, oh what was it? Banning one of the uh, African American oh, yeah, the course. horses. Yeah. Okay. Wow, what's up? I think the Santos is a strong shout. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Who's that guy that was lying about everything? Oh, the one, <laughs> the one that um. He oh, said the one he said he wasn't uh, a drag, drag queen and okay. all of that stuff. That's ah, oh, who is he again? I think he's the governor in um, is it California? He's a young guy, something like that, something like that. Yeah, I don't think Trump is the best um, candidate for <coughs> the Republicans. Mm. I think it's DeSantis, man. DeSantis, yeah, DeSantis definitely has a strong following at the moment, man. And he's younger, younger, yeah. more vibrant, and ready for the task, man. He also seems like a no-nonsense type of guy as well. Yeah. So, but yeah. Anyway, our last headline. Um, some sad news and I don't know, man. Some conflict can come for this, man. And this is about an incident that happened in Israel. So Israel's Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, says he plans to strengthen the settlements in the West Bank in response to two shootings which left seven people dead and five wounded. Mr. Netanyahu's announcement threatens to further raise tensions after one of the bloodiest months in the West Bank and East Jerusalem in several years. In the first attack, a Palestinian gunman killed seven people when he opened fire outside a synagogue in Neve Yaakov in the East um, Jerusalem on Friday. Hours later, two people were wounded when a 13-year-old Palestinian boy opened fire on a group of five civilians on Saturday. Mr. Netanyahu's office has said the country's security cabinet has agreed to seal off the home of Friday's gunman ahead of its demolition. The security office also plans to cancel social security and health benefits for the families of the attackers, step up efforts to collect illegal weapons and make it easier for Israelis to obtain weapons. Mr. Netanyahu's announcement... Yeah, What's that, man? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Netanyahu's announcement also said Israel will take new steps to strengthen the settlements this week. However, it gave no further details and there has been no immediate response from Washington. But, you know, the first thing that jumped out to me yeah, when, when I read this year is that... <laughs> so they've agreed to seal off the gunman's um, home mm -hmm. before its demolition. They're demolishing this guy. This guy's <laughs> it feels like this is Nigeria or something. Like... Who thinks like this? Clearly them. <laughs> Literally. And listen to, listen to how they're also planning to um, sort out their whole security and whatnot. He said he plans to cancel, cancel social oh, security. For their family members, And right? have benefits for the families of the attackers, right? Step up the efforts to collect illegal weapons. Okay, fine. But also make it easier for the Israelis to, to get, get weapons. weapons instead. Yeah. This is it's amazing. carnage. <laughs> this is amazing. Literally. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, we'll see. If it's all gas or if he means it, man. I don't doubt that he means it, though. Cause this guy's serious. Mm. But anyway, that's the end of the headlines. All right, let's get into topic of the day. Oh, yes. <laughs> One second. Thank you so much. Right. 
All right. So, today's topic of the day, yeah? It's going to be... Shout out to the listener or viewer on Twitch right now. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out you. And also the two people watching on Twitter. Okay, okay. Oh, is that what that's for? Mm -hmm. I wondered what that was. I was thinking... Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't. That was for TikTok. I was working with that one. It's not it's not working for me. Okay, cool, cool. All right, people. So yeah, we're on Twitch. (laughs) (laughs) And Twitter. Um, but yeah, (laughs) so like I was saying, today's topic of the day. I feel like it's gonna be a bit of a spicy one. I don't know. It depends what you say. It depends on the people that hopefully will call in. But the question is very simple. I feel like people have spoken about it before. Mm. Um, but yeah. Let's get straight into it. Do you think DNA paternity test tests should be mandatory? In in what like in what setting? Just in general. Yeah, you answer it any way you feel. Then we'll dive into it. Mandatory. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, no. <laughs> okay. No, cool. do you know why? Because it's like, let's say I'm with my husband, yeah, mm-hmm. and then I get pregnant. Yeah. Why does it's my husband's baby? Why do we need to do a paternity test? Okay, what about because because okay. you 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 think I've been sleeping outside <laughs> my marriage? <laughs> that that's why rude. <laughs> like why do you get what I mean? I feel like yeah, in I mean, that yeah. setting, I I find it very um mm-hmm. rude. Yeah, you know, quite, I can see why it's definitely offensive. Um, very offensive. Firstly, I want to say yeah, I hope people understand yeah, because mm. I don't want this to seem like it's uh a bashing women exercise at mm. all in it. I actually want people to actually think about this properly, right? Okay, cool. And there's going to be a two-part question to this mm-hmm. where yeah, we'll get onto the second part anyway. But honestly, yeah, from a woman's perspective mm-hmm. and a male perspective, mm-hmm. should they be mandatory? You obviously said in the uh, within the confines of marriage, like, why would you? I just think in general, I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie, yeah, if my partner mm-hmm. um, asked for a paternity test, mm-hmm. I would be really offended. Cool. Because to me, that speaks volumes. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if it came from him and he was asking, I think, okay, you clearly doubt that I'm faithful or that... Do you know what I mean? I feel like that question just... It just speaks a lot of volumes. So mm. it's not going to go down well with me. Okay. But I would let you do the test mm-hmm. because I've got nothing to hide. Okay. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. But after that... Okay. <laughs> 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 You think mm-hmm. you are going to question my puss? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you are question it. Yeah, and you think mm-hmm. afterwards you do the test, mm-hmm. you the baby daddy. Mm-hmm. You think afterwards, yeah, you're going to get a smooth ride. The battlefield will begin. <laughs> How you mean? All right, let me. All right, watch this, yeah. Would it be different if it was your boyfriend who asked you? No. So exactly the same. If like my I, husband said my pa- I said my partner. So that's okay, why I said cool. partner. Because partner can be your Both. boyfriend cool. or your husband. Let's just say, you know how women, obviously. Excuse <sighs> me? <laughs> <laughs> you know how women what? what do, I don't. Enlighten yeah, me. I don't think it's going to sound good. <laughs> no, go on. No, what I was going to say is, you know how women like to talk, yeah? So like, obviously you come home, you know, talk about normal stuff like, um... You know, stuff that's going on with your friends and whatnot, yeah? Mm-hmm. What if you tell your husband, your partner, oh, you know, my friend, da, 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 she's going through this situation. Mm-hmm. And basically the same situation where it's like, cool, he's doing a paternity test. Come to find out he's not the dad, right? Mm-hmm. She's sorry. They're working on their relationship, this and the third. It ends positive, right? Mm-hmm. 
You mentioned that story to him. It rattles him. Yeah. Do you feel like he has just cause? No. Still? No. Okay, cool. Because you're just like, it's me. You should know me. Yeah, I feel like you should never allow somebody else's relationship or situation to infiltrate like what you've got mm -hmm. going on. Because then I feel like otherwise, like in life in general, mm -hmm. we're always going to be scrambling if we're based not on things that are happening to everybody else. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. we actually have to face your, like, face your front. Yeah. If I generally have given you no reason mm -hmm. to doubt what we've got going on, mm -hmm. Um, you, that's childish. Okay. In my opinion, anyway, like mm -hmm. what we've got going on has nothing to do with what they've got going on. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I mean? Even if, and I can understand it if, like, from the outside, from the optics, like mm -hmm. they're like the perfect couple. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, no one would have known. And da 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 da. Great, cool mm -hmm. story. But also at the same time, remember, you never know the ins and out. You never know the ins and outs of anybody's situation, regardless. So mm -hmm. to me, f the optics. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I mean? True. Yeah. What would you say um, to those situations where it's like married men mm -hmm. have found that they're looking after kids that are not theirs? You know what? It's a battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't imagine mm -hmm. what that feels like. Mm -hmm. Like, I honestly can't. I, I cannot imagine it at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. I get, I get where I get it, right? But at the same time, I feel like... Oh, yeah. Obviously, when you put it like that, yeah, I'd mm -hmm. understand why prevention is better than cure, innit? So mm -hmm. you'd rather know from the jump, have a paternity test, whatever, whatever. Um, but I think there's different there's different cases, though, because sometimes I feel like some people might not know or they might be unsure but are not willing to face reality at that moment. Mm. Do you get what I mean? And mm. then later on. Okay, you know what? It'll be different if, yeah, let's say you and your partner are together. And then you split up mm -hmm. and then she gets pregnant. Mm -hmm. Let's say it's me and my partner. Yeah. And then we're no longer together mm -hmm. and we split up and then I get pregnant. I wouldn't be, I'd understand, like I'd still find it offensive, but the separation mm -hmm. will allow me to give you grace to ask those questions yeah. mm -hmm. because there's been a separation. Mm -hmm. So it's fair. It's mm -hmm. still cheeky, mm -hmm. but it's fair. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah, okay. Same way. If we separated and you were out slanging your dick, like mm -hmm. we're not together in it, you can do your thing. Mm -hmm. So I'd get it, and I, I'd still be a bit, I'd still be annoyed, but I'd give you grace. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I mean? To not take it personal mm -hmm. and understand it and see from your perspective. Okay. What What about if it was mandatory but with conditions? So, for example, married couples, like you people mind your business, but for people who are not married, it becomes mandatory. And also maybe the man has to pay for it himself. <laughs> um, yeah, something like that. Or maybe, uh, for example, if you're trying to put a man's name on the birth certificate, mm -hmm. for example, and he doesn't want to be on it, I don't know. Okay. Stuff like that. That makes sense. Okay. I think that definitely makes sense. Okay. Like, in that case, I feel like the video clip we're going to watch is going to rattle me. <laughs> not me. <laughs> no. It's not the worst thing in the world. But, Brent, can you play the video clip, please? Cool. Anywhere from 5 to 30% of the general population, men are raising and paying for children that are not theirs and don't know, according to the American Association of Blood Banks. 
between 25 and 30 percent of the males who are accused of being the father, they take a paternity test and find out they did not do it. Are you for mandatory DNA testing at birth? I am absolutely on record at saying that if we want to prevent the problem of having men challenge paternity later down the road, is then let's, let's apply a proactive solution. Automatic DNA testing at birth would work to help two things. One, we would assure that the right parents were named on the birth certificate. Two, it would stop paternity fraud and take the profit out of paternity fraud. Can mm. I just say that's so interesting? I've never heard paternity fraud in my life. Crazy, isn't it? I didn't even know it was a thing, but I think most in America. That's yeah. crazy. I get it. Look at them figures, though. General population, 5 to 30%. Can I be honest? It's not that high. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? You know when they said 5 to 30? I was like... Mm. Are you come, sure? Come on. All right, watch this here. How many people can fit in this room, bro? Um, eight? Nine? Okay, yeah, that's sitting down. Yeah. Like, but let's just say stand up. So let's just say 20 men in here, yeah? One of these men is raising a kid that's not his. Okay. At minimum... Up to a third of them. It's just one. 20. One in 20. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think one in a thousand is enough. Is enough. One in, that is crazy. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> no. Okay. Mm -hmm. Having seen that clip, mm -hmm. I hear what he's saying. Cool. And when it, with it being, man, like I said, yeah, if it's mandatory, it's mandatory, isn't it? Mm -hmm. If it's my partner coming to ask questions, mm -hmm. then I'm going to take offense to it. But if it's a legal requirement, yeah. and like you said, those things mentioned to prevent people raising kids that are not their own, mm -hmm. um, the correct people being um, put on the birth certificate, all of that stuff, I don't have mm -hmm. an issue with it because okay. it's a legal requirement. Do you get what I mean? Okay. Because it's legal. Because like, it's become legal. Yeah. If it, like I said, if it's personal, yeah. that's when we've got a problem. Okay. Okay. So watch this. It's now legal. Mm -hmm. You have a kid next year. Mm -hmm. Your husband is down the third. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, yeah, um, just taking off things that we need to do, Gina. So we're going to do this. We're going to make sure we've got the cot. We've got this. Okay, cool. Before we leave the hospital, I need to do the DNA test. And the, the. When you hear this now, mm -hmm. what are you thinking? DNA? <laughs> but then he'll be like, oh, babe, remember, it's illegal. I'll be like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> then I'll be like, don't you think he's cheeky though that they're making us the, do you know mm. what I mean? It will start a mm. conversation. I won't be, I can't be mad at him. Would you expect him to, when the when the envelope arrives at your house now, would you expect him to open it and read it? How would you feel? It's a legal requirement, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, you've done it. But like, do, oh, you know and saying? then, oh, the result. The result, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Mm -hmm. I, do you know what? I'm dumb here because I'm, I'm all for entertainment. I'd want it to be like a Maury show. When it comes to three-year-old, so-and-so, you are not, I'm joking, like. <laughs> that would be crazy. No, I think, I'd, I'd know that that's my, the father of my child, isn't it? So mm -hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't care. You I mean, if he, care, no, but no, but. him opening it and. No, like, I think it depends on how he reacts, you know. Because, you know, these things, yeah, they seem so small, yeah. But, but it's like, they can have such a huge I'm impact, I'm yeah. you, imagine he comes home from work now. And he sees that letter in the bin. Oh, and he's like, why did you, why did you Exactly. Like and that alone. Yeah, that's going to cause the argument. Because I'll be like, uh, because why do we need to open it? We know that you're the father of the child. Mm -hmm. But you took that right away from me. I'll be like, <laughs> then, I, then I'll be like, <laughs> sorry. So you actually think there's a possibility that this child's not yours? Mm. Like, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. So what are you saying then? Mm. See how I've got this whole role play figured out? 
Bless what are you saying? Now, what I'm saying is basically, mm-hmm. you've taken away my right. Okay, cool. Open the letter then. Go on. Mm. Open the letter. Go in the bin and open the letter. No, I don't want to open it anymore. Go and open it. It's now like, you do. You want to. This is how you lost that trouble, you know. <laughs> For no reason. I'm not even clipping this up. Wait, why? <laughs> why? Because it's too it's too seamless. Then passport bros will get onto you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Was smooth. Bloody hell. I know too smooth, innit? it? Mm. I'm a pro at this. Wow. I'm joking. I'm joking. I ain't toxic. Um, but yeah, no. Um, yeah. Because like even stuff like medical conditions, mm-hmm. like for example. Um, because obviously sometimes people find out, unfortunately, because maybe their child needs something um, or the dad needs something. Oh, later on. That's you know when you, yeah, that's what happens, exactly. isn't it? So what if, for example, we're able to solve all of that and, and that's the justification for why it should be mandatory? Yeah, o- honestly, mm. I understand, I get it. Okay. Do you know what I mean? And maybe, obviously right now, I'm one, I don't have kids, two, it doesn't affect me. So yeah. it, it, I, it's not having like a serious mm-hmm. impact, do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, so I've got no issues with that. I think it might be different if I was right now in a situation where my child is being raised by someone that is not their father and mm. deep down I know. And I'm, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, I think for what it's trying to prevent, yeah. it's all positive things. Yeah. So I don't, it's not doing any harm in my opinion. Okay. What about this? Okay, you're saying it's positive, but there'll be people out there who are saying, but this is how people start, society anyway, will start to stigmatize women. Because we're kind of assuming that the majority, or not, if not um, um, the majority, a considerable amount of women are capable of these type of things. This is why I said, based on that number, I didn't think it was high enough. Okay. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. I don't think it was. I don't think that's a high enough number for it to be mandatory, in my opinion. Five to thirty percent. That's nice. Thirty percent. Did I stutter? Maybe thirty-one. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, this is a stupid analogy. But if you went to uh, McDonald's, yeah, mm-hmm. and let's just say you was allergic to something, mm-hmm. yeah, and they said, you know what, these beef burgers are pure beef. Well, 70% of them are anyway. There's a 30% chance you may eat the thing that you're allergic to. You still buying from McDonald's? Mm-hmm. You're lying. <laughs> All right. Then. How bad's my allergy? Very bad. Can I die? Yes. Okay, then just then like then. the men who die heartbroken when they <laughs> when they find <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> no okay fair mm. if i'm not gonna lie i'm greedy okay so let's be honest there's mm. certain like people how many people are lactose intolerant that but will risk it do you yeah. know what i mean so that's what i'm saying it dep- let me be honest mm-hmm. it depends on how severe my allergy is <laughs> and what i've got planned for the rest of the day mm-hmm. obviously if it's like death yeah then i'm not risking it the fake percent is not worth it do you know what i mean but if it's a young tummy ache <laughs> and it might be worth it. It, it, might, it it just might be you know but it depends also how hungry i am all right you know what? let me ask you this question yeah so let's just say it is man let's just say it's not mandatory yeah mm-hmm. um but there's a woman for example saying that this man's a deadbeat father da, 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 this, doesn't want to take care of his responsibilities mm-hmm. this and a third right i want to put him onto child support um they then do the test. Mm-hmm. He's not the father. Mm-hmm. Should there be some type of punishment for her? I think the shame that comes with that mm. is enough punishment. It's not, but okay. No, because <laughs> think about it, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
she hasn't financially cost him anything, right? That's my s- second scenario. So yeah, you on. can't fine her because I feel like, no, like I feel like a fine isn't really you know she, he hasn't lost out on anything financially, right? Mm-hmm. I'd say probably defamation of character or like that kind of side of things. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like that's why I feel like the shame that she's gonna experience mm-hmm. is kind of like like balances it out. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, but are you not? Are you not? You know, you know. Shame is, is nothing. You can get over shame, shame in, in. No, shame is a thing. So it, who knows? So it's, it literally could just be her and him, mm. and maybe all her friends. She's she's told. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then comes out, finds out that um, obviously he's not the father. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do anything for her. Okay, so who knows that he's a deadbeat, deadbeat dad? All her friends. The same friends that will find out that she's not that. That's yeah, not but they're her friends. So, so the shame. Okay. But do you know what I'm trying to say though? Yeah. I'm saying it's the same pool of people. Mm-hmm. So to me, mm. it's fair. No. Where? That I don't like. What would you do? Find her. Okay. Second scenario. Um, he's been paying, um, being a father, the standard dead for three years. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just say they're not even together. Mm-hmm. It's just he's been paying child support for three years. Mm-hmm. What should happen in that instance? You know what? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I hear it. You're upset. You know, you've been paying for three years. Yep. To a child that's not yours. Mm-hmm. Fair, granted. <laughs> but it's a child. The child is innocent. I know it's not your, I know it's not your duty. However, God will bless you tenfold for what you've done from the goodness of your heart or running back his peas but the reason why i (laughs) the reason why (laughs) the reason why Mm -hmm. i think running him back the money is a bit like because it's a child isn't it i feel like you didn't like it's i didn't spend i didn't spend the money on my hair and my nails and like you didn't look after me you're looking after out who we believe to be our child. Yeah, yes, unfortunately, yeah. we've re- we've come to find out that the child is not yours. Um, but can we not just see it as a goodwill gesture? No, not not even one percent. Not even no. All right, cool. There's there's no goodwill. No, nothing. I hear it. I hear it. Do you know what it is? I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I think it's fair to ask her to run him back the money. Just that. What else? I'm, I'm asking. I'm just asking. What distress and inconvenience? But but you're saying it like it's like it's nothing. No, <laughs> no, I mean, no, I get it. Look, 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 at, look, at the, look at the look at the stress and inconvenience. Yeah. No, no. Do you know what? You're right. When All I right, used to work right. for Foz, right, mm-hmm. and people used to come like make what com- is that financial ombudsman. Okay. So it's it's basically whenever anyone has like any have mm-hmm. you never complained to like a bank or anything and at the end of the letter it says if mm. you're not happy with the um. The resolution, please contact the financial ombudsman mm. service. Mm-hmm. So um, it's FCA regulated mm-hmm. and they basically deal with any disputes with any financial institution or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like if, for example, like you had a grievance with your bank and um, you weren't happy with what they awarded you, you'd come to us and we'd like review it and see whether the bank's bank or whoever, like, why are you laughing? <laughs> Is it the comments? Some of the comments? Oh, um, you could also call like 
if we thought it was fair and reasonable, then fair enough. If not, we'd get the bank to award you more. But we did used to add distress and inconvenience. That's why I'm laughing mm. because it's actually it's actually a thing that people would get paid for. Like we'd give you extra money for distress and inconvenience. As they should. So to be quite candid, you are right. <laughs> and right. interest as well. Mm? And interest. All right, there's in a case right that Ebony has um, shared with us. Okay. Um, his name is Bill. His name is Bill Manson. Hold up, Bill Manson. Okay. And he was jailed for five years, wrongly, mm-hmm. for overdue child support for a child that was not his. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And she's white, by the way. This wicked woman. <laughs> <laughs> and he's what? He's a white guy, so oh, I really care to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Still a black man. His name is Bill. Sure for Cosby, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what is it on him? Huh? Is, it, is, is it not short for Tony? Probably William. I William. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> mm. all right. So, that situation there. What yeah. should happen to that woman? Or nothing? Or should we just put it down to. No, nah, he's. We got it wrong. And... No, didn't he get his money back? Yeah, but he's five, five years, years of prison. <laughs> <laughs> He, but okay, up, the thing is that <laughs> Alright cool 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 So who decided Alright cool I don't even think he was claiming it wasn't even his <laughs> Alright in that scenario yeah Obviously distress and inconvenience Yeah 100% mm-hmm. I think the interest is fair <laughs> And you running back his and what, what about his time I mean when you go to jail, when you get wrongly accused for stuff, don't they give you money anyway? Yeah, I believe so. Exactly. So mm-hmm. the money, like, I don't know how they work that out, but mm-hmm. whatever they'd give him for being in, like, in, like falsely imprisoned, and then add interest to the amount that w- was allegedly owed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. No? Uh, I think that's I mean, fair. Okay. Isn't that better than everything I've said previously? Yeah, you're getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> no, no. Proverbs said that the lab made a mistake on the paternity test. Oh, is it? So mm. it's even there, L as well. Oh, I'm suing. He should wow. sue. He should sue. Oh, 100%. He should sue. 100%. 100%. He should, he should definitely sue. The, the, woman, the woman knew it anyway. No, but then this is the thing, though. Hold mm-hmm. on a minute, right? Mm-hmm. This is different, yeah. She may not have known. To be That's what I'm saying. Like, in regards to her, yeah, she actually might not have known. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, that in some cases, 100% you know, in it, that yeah. that's, it's not the person. And you're just, just to make your life easier and to mm-hmm. save yourself the shame, you're going to put someone else in that position, yeah? Cool. But there might be a possibility where it generally is 50-50. You generally are unsure. You mm-hmm. don't actually know. Mm. So if you've gone down the, the route of taking a paternity test and they've got it wrong, that's not on you. Mm-hmm. <gasps> what? Oh my god! Apparently, why did oh, you bro. do that, man? Not because I'm reading at the same time. Sorry, I didn't realize. Okay, don't go fishing. No, 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 Mark. Like, I'm scared. Just, you, like, <laughs> oh, serious. Mm. Sorry. How are you gonna find this box in the fact? <laughs> I know <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, go on, bro. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So apparently, obviously, there's a 18 minute like clip, but I'm not can't, can't play it. Mm-hmm. Ebony was saying that. Uh, she admitted that she knew who the actual father was. Okay, just, yeah, this is different. You know what I'm saying? All right, fair. Throw her to jail. But Take maybe, her to jail. Look white, at it, white women behave like that, Emmanuel. Only white women. Maybe. I think. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think honestly. Um, 
Yeah, running like hella distress and inconvenience, interest. Mm-hmm. Um, she should get fined and put in prison because generally speaking, like you actually, I think mean, that's a crime. But then, okay, um, I'm going to summon the spirit of Esther. <laughs> who's in the chat, She's by, in the the chat way. by the way? Big up Esther, <laughs> big up Esther. Um, she would say, so who then looks after the child whilst this mother's in prison? Because to be fair, even though she's an aunt, even though she's um, misbehaved, right, as she lied about, <laughs> mm. she lied about the whole paternity thing. She could be actually a good mother, right, looking after that child and doing what she needs to for that child, right? Yeah. What should happen? You're going to put her in jail for five years? Yeah, we are, you know, I'm not going to lie. Serious? Yeah. Do you know why? Mm-hmm. I do think sometimes, yeah. How are you saying we are not going to lie, Esther? Because um, he's Esther right now. <laughs> he said he's someone in the spirit of Esther. Girl, Esther, I love you, girl. You my sis. Um, by the way, if you haven't noticed today, I'm just literally being a troll. <laughs> it's all for entertainment purposes. Please do not come and kill me. I've, I've seen some of you in the comments already. You are appalling. You are horrible. Guys, it's just to make you laugh, okay? <laughs> literally. Um... Yeah, no, I hear that, yeah. But at the same time, I do think it's unfair because you should have thought about that, babes, mm. before you were willing to allow somebody to go to jail for a crime they didn't commit. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Like, you knew and you were okay with me sitting behind bars for five years for a crime you knew I didn't commit. Mm. Like, good mother or not. Mm. Bye. Bye, yeah. Felicia. That's crazy. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's it's too unfair. Mm-hmm. It's too unfair. And I feel like it opens a can of worms. And then other people moving forward. It doesn't set set a good example. I think Mm -hmm. I'm not against using people as examples. Mm -hmm. Especially when they white. No, I'm joking. I'm (laughs) joking. That was a joke. It was a joke. Okay, it was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. joke. I'm joking. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think Defo put her in jail. Okay, cool. In that situation. So, obviously, obviously to kind of mitigate all of this type of stuff, right? Mm. To prevent all of these... Problems. Should it not just be mandatory? No, I hear it. Mm. I see. Okay, cool. Like I said in the beginning, yeah, I don't want this to be a a woman bashing exercise. Mm-hmm. Let's flip it. Mm-hmm. What do you think should be mandatory for men to do? If that makes sense, I know that isn't going to be an equivalent necessarily. I couldn't even think of one. Mm. <sighs> um. Because I'm, I'm assuming, obviously, there's going to be so much. It's going to be a few things that I guess women generally will say. You know what, men are failing in this particular department, and it's not fair that that should fall on on women. It has ramifications with their families, the child, this and the third. How can what can we put in place to kind of prevent this type of thing from occurring? Prevent what from occurring, men? Yeah, like prevent anything, anything, whatever this thing is that is, that is a problem. I guess. What's the problem? Give me a scenario. But, you know. I don't have many in my life, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm at peace. Nobody's causing me problems, so. Okay, you know what? Let's give just me an say, example. Let's just say. Let's take it back to the whole uh, DNA uh, paternity thing, right? Yeah. Do you feel as though, if the child, if if they're not together, mm-hmm. right? Sorry, they are. Whether they're together or they're not together, right? The man and the woman. After this mandatory thing that we just decided, right? He's the father. Mm-hmm. Automatically, yeah. Money should come out of his account. And go to that woman. Yeah. I think even if, if they're together. You feel like that's if, a good stance. Even if they're together. Yeah, so they're together. They're not married. Yeah. But yeah. You know what I mean? So is it child support? Yeah, basically. Yeah, what's the problem? It's your child, no? Yeah, but I guess he would have done it, you know, informally. He would be there anyway. That's nice. 
<laughs> no, I'm joking. Okay. I feel like... Because again, like... Because then just that's... The... The, then, I don't know. Like, I feel like then you take away, like, by doing that, you take away, mm-hmm. like, their right to just do what they want to do. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean by that? No, but then when you think about it, though, it can be, like, a, a minimum basic, in it? Mm-hmm. And then... Obviously, you can do whatever you want to do on top, but it's yeah. it's just the minimum basic. I don't think there's there's anything wrong with that, and it's legal. So mm. take up take that up with the government, not me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I guess I guess you can um, you could like you said have a minimum fee or minimum yeah. amount, or whatever. And then I guess obviously the woman can give it back to you if she decides, isn't it? Yeah. But you know, yeah. But then what if she doesn't want to give it back? Then that opens a whole another. They just don't want to see us win, man. Mm. The screen? Gosh. Huh? What is it? What, what comment is on the screen? Lie detector test. STI test. Manliness test. Okay, Fiber what is... Hold to see what if is married a, already. Family tree testing. What's a manliness test, please? To see if they have children <laughs> She said, oh, she'd be mandatory for men, please. Are you Ghanaian? Just out of curiosity. No, that's just... She's nice. Yoruba woman. Okay. What's a manliness? No, but please, sis. What's, yeah, what's a, manli- a manliness, what's a manliness test? test? Cause that one's interesting. To make sure you can like what build shelves and stuff, and protect you and provide and fix the car. Lad sex test, STI test. Mm. To be fair, a lot of next one. Mm. Mm. All right, manager for men submit DNA to government database in advance. Do you want to read it out? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you was going to read it out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Mandatory for men to submit their DNA to a government database in advance. When a baby is born, the paternity is run through the database. Direct debit then sets up for the child support automatically. I think that's quite fair. Wow, okay. I think, that's yeah, fair, yeah, no? That's, maybe it's because of how you, nice you wrote <laughs> it. I think that's fair. Mm. I, I, I don't, I'm not opposed to that. You're a man, so let me know. Does that hurt your feelings? Oh, not at all. Yeah, I think I, that's... I, I, I think... Yeah, like, again, obviously, I know on the show it sounds like I'm always come from a particular angle, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't like I believe if if a man doesn't look after his child, like he's an animal. That's yeah. that's the first thing. Right. But certain things need to happen to make yeah. sure he's that, paying. He's a, yeah, to, yeah, hundred percent. I agree. It's too much of a financial burden on single mothers. I you agree. Know what I'm saying? I agree. So hundred percent. But yeah, so Brent, can you put that back on the screen? Which Just one? Like a, and the Maggie Sky's one. I just want to read it again. So mandatory for men to submit their DNA to a government database in advance. When a baby's born, the paternity is run through the database. Direct debits then set up. Hmm. I think that's smooth. Yeah. Yeah. It's automatic. You don't have to argue with anyone about how much they're going to pay. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Like, mm. it's just, it's it's there, isn't it? It's dealt with. But then obviously, isn't it kind of like, with the whole, like, child support stuff as well, yeah? Yeah. It's, all, it's, it's relative, right? So there's no, like... What do you mean? Isn't it? Yeah, stuff? no. Isn't it relative to like how much you earn and stuff? Oh, I'm not too sure. You know, I don't know. Okay, I'm too sure. Because I know over here, mm. actually, I'm no. assuming it would be though. Yeah, it's relative, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, cool. But then, I don't necessarily think. See, that's that's another that's another thing because you know when you get, I, I guess it happens more so with celebs and um, multimillionaires and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know where they're paying like twenty k mm-hmm, a week, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, I think that's ridiculous. Why? But you know, but that's why I said, isn't it relative though? Yeah, yeah, but it's relative it should be to, capped at a certain amount then. I feel like it's relative to that child's 
lifestyle in the sense where, like, for example, mm-hmm. like, if you are Beyonce, yep. yeah, your your children are going to require a lot more than the average child in yeah. regards to, like, security, the schools they go to. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like it does sound crazy, mm-hmm. but I think if you look at it based on... Um, the lifestyle and the setup and what's actually required. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's it's been a, like the judge is being fair. Mm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. I don't think, again, I don't know, it? I don't know the ins and outs, but, and obviously to us, it sounds outrageous because we're thinking 20K a week, how, right? Mm. But one, 20K a week is probably chicken change to that person. And two, it might be relative to like how they live. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay, but what Like if- imagine you go to private school or all of those things yeah. like that. All those things cost and they're quite expensive. Private tuition. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just thinking about yeah. what could potentially allow it to be such a high fee. I, I guess, I guess, if, for example, if that child was living that lifestyle, mm. then yeah. But what if you are somebody like a Jay Z and you get one regular woman pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. disrespect. We get what I'm saying. I hear, I hear, yeah. Right? Um, you think that kid should have the same lifestyle as Blue Ivy and them? And sir. I'm not going to lie. What, what's the name? Knight. So one, but, one of them anyway. But you know what it is? I hear what you're saying, but why not though? Because you're their dad. That doesn't mean it. No, 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 no. <laughs> but you are their dad. Yeah, I understand. And they're going to so, have everything they need. I'm not saying that their life should mimic that of Blue Ivy and whatnot, mm-hmm. yeah. But I don't I, I don't see why they shouldn't also also be um, afforded mm-hmm. uh, a good standard of living. Yeah. Because you can actually afford to do it. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And to be honest, nobody begged you to go and lie with a regular degular. Yeah, that's on you. So yeah, but that's that's got nothing to do with the whole with with how how much money I need to give to this child. I know, but I'm not. What I'm saying is, yeah, mm-hmm. if you can afford to give that child a better lifestyle, yeah, then I don't see why you wouldn't. Okay, in my opinion, but wouldn't sounds like a choice then. So it's like, okay, well, you know what I'm saying. I could mm. choose to, mm. but if you're forcing me to to give this regular person. 20k um, a month, right? Mm. Prior to me, she's earning 40k a year. Mm. What? What are we doing there? Okay, cool. But <laughs> that's why I said I feel like the judge is it's gonna be fair and it's gonna mm-hmm. make sense and it's gonna be reasonable. Do you understand what I mean? Okay. I can't imagine a random person mm-hmm. being like, I, quite me. I could be wrong in it. I don't know. But in mm-hmm. my head, it just doesn't sound um, fair to tell someone that they have to pay whatever, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Esther, well, I want to laugh too. Esther's so agreeing with me. She said, it's a perky, man, right? <laughs> she said, um, where is it? You're eating lobster for dinner. I should be eating Indomie. But your child's eating Indomie and Spam. See? But you know I'm not saying you eat Indomie and Spam, innit? Like, you're not, you're not in prison. I'm, I'm basically saying the child, like, could be just, just, just eating like everybody else. Yeah. Like, average person in life. Mm-hmm. Why does that child now have, by force, have to go to the same private school as my other kids? You know what I'm saying? Like, to, to be fair, I feel like rich people, someone like Jay-Z, obviously I don't know Jay-Z, innit? But I feel like he would want the child to have a certain life anyway. That's mm-hmm. what I think. Yeah. So I think I think you're right at that. But, yeah. but to force him to do that, I think my issue is I hate when people force people to do things. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you just get the best out of somebody if you don't force them to do anything. But, yeah, I, I just feel like that's that's crazy. Because after a certain amount, like, obviously it's different with Kanye West and Kim. They were married and this, that, and the, and, um, the third, right? But he's paying 200k a month. Yeah, but one, how many kids do they have? Four, I believe. Okay, so that's 25k per child, yeah? 50. Oh, that, wow, yeah. Gina. On 
live. <laughs> You're embarrassing yourself. I got it's, a B in Monday. maths as well, you know. Oh, is it? Yeah. That one's appalling. B for bots. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm joking. It's okay. I'll take that. Oh, that's really sad. <laughs> no, I'm really offended, Brent. Don't you? I'm not. Dare. I'm not. I promise. I promise. If you do, yeah. I promise. I promise. I promise. Because you already done me I with promise. the mask thing. Promise. Can I just say something right now? Mm-hmm. I am shy. <laughs> I'm so shy that I did that. I said 25. Ah! <laughs> Father God. Right. 50k per child, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, there's four of them. They're all of age to go to private. Just imagine, like, their mm-hmm. school fees, what, what they are, yeah? Yeah. They probably have, like, security. They probably have a nanny. And they probably have private tutors and... Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then you've got after school activities, extra. Mm-hmm. Let's just say they go gymnastics, all yeah. four of them, and they've got to pay for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can be, what I'm saying is I can see how it can like cost a lot of money. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. 200k is excessive though. Yeah. Woo! yeah. She's she's definitely doing you dirty because she actually doesn't need your peas, realistically. It. Kim don't need your money. She could raise these kids with one eye if she wanted to. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so she's doing you dirty. Don't know how. Mm. But you know what? I do not feel sorry for you. Mm. So face your front and continue. Yeah. People, but, people, yeah. Mm. I was going to say, people, people are somewhat getting on to me about me thinking, all right, so someone said, oh, you man, so funny. Is it not your child? Why would you want? to treat your child differently because mm. the mum is not as rich as your other baby mum. Mm-hmm. Again, people, it's not a case of me wanting to. I'm basically saying, why should the man be forced to? You know what I'm saying? Because now, mm. this is this is an expense that your family, like, wasn't necessarily, like, um, factoring in. This is obviously you doing a crazy thing, going out there, having a, having a child. But now, the, the life of that woman that you're with, your kids as well, Everyone has to kind of suffer because of it. How are they suffering? Because that's 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 money that would go to the family. Now, like imagine now, but me, me we, and you budget for three kids. We are a family. <laughs> like all of, we're not all a family. So I am the family. We are the family. Yeah. So do you get what I'm trying to say? I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But I'm also saying we are. I'm part of the family. I'm now part of the furniture. Hello, yeah. hi. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, trust me, I, I get it. I get it. Sure? Me, me personally, yeah. Obviously, I would want all my children to have the same type of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Me personally, but again, I'm just thinking about those particular families where they have a particular setup and, and this and the third, and they don't necessarily want to have the exact same thing. You know what I'm saying? They, again, you and your husband are budgeted for three kids. Mm. You're putting them all through private school. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're saving a certain amount of money, but you've budgeted just to have three kids mm-hmm. and X amount in, in your savings. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden now, this has happened. You have no savings, mm-hmm. or maybe you have to now take all of them out mm-hmm. of private school mm-hmm. into, I don't know, some, a good school, mm-hmm. but not private school anymore because of this extra kid. All okay, of a sudden. hold on. Mm-hmm. And whose fault is that? No, we know whose fault No, 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 no. 100% it's his. Okay. Yeah. So, but go and get an extra job. <laughs> you, wait, hold on a minute. So is that what you tell your husband? God you forbid. have you have basically yeah. scattered everything that we have built. That's right? the point I'm making. Yes. Yeah, you. Yes, him. I've done it. Yes, you. Yes. So guess what? What? Now you gotta go and fend 
Okay. To bring in more bacon. So your three kids won't see him as much anymore because now he's doing the extra four hours elsewhere. Well, you won't he see him as should have thought about that before slanging his cock. 100%. But, but, but again, a lot of the time we like to go back to the, the cause instead of looking at the present situation. He's, he's come before you and said, right, this is the cool. situation. So <laughs> there's night shift. <laughs> What's the problem? <laughs> My dear. So honestly, you would go for a bit, obviously, not you. No, but in do you know what it universe, is? No, do you know what it is? Would you tell your husband, yeah? basically? I'd be so. You see the level of vexness here? Oh, you'll be eating Indomie for a year. <laughs> that one, you know what? Where we're making cutbacks, mm-hmm. you are dealing with them on your own. So we'll be eat, we as a family will be eating lobster. When you come home, yeah, your Indomie will be waiting for you on the side. Mm. Yeah. People are saying, oh, yes, yeah, the man's doing. Yes, it's definitely the man's doing. We know this. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say to you is there's ramifications now on your wife mm, or, your, or your long term partner and those children now. Yeah, I hear it. And all I'm saying is if that child outside of your family has a good education, but just not private school. Yeah. Has, I'm not, the thing you know is, I'm, I'm not telling you that you, I'm not saying you have to put the child in private school. Mm-hmm. And remember, I'm not saying that they have to live um, a, a lifestyle that mimics. Your other family. This is what people no, but, like. no, but no, but that's not what I'm saying. Okay. Cool. Like I said, if you can afford to give your child a better life, then yes. I don't know why you wouldn't. And I think you should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you can afford to, you should. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. It should be a requirement because you mm. can actually afford if my if your child goes to public school yeah. or is living in the ghetto or whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. based on what their mum can provide, and you know that you can give that child a better lifestyle, mm-hmm. you should. I think most men would, to be fair. I think so. God willing. No, I honestly feel, feel, feel so. Maybe I'm I being said naive, willing. but I feel, like, I feel like most <laughs> men would. But I just feel like I don't necessarily think it should be a forced requirement to make sure that child lives the life his other kids are living. You know what I'm saying? Like I said. Obviously, you know the, cir- obviously the circumstances are different in it. Mm-hmm. So I get it. But like I said, if it's about the betterment of your child. 100%. And I think sometimes... You need to remove the mother from the scenario and it yeah. being a per- a personal thing with her because mm-hmm. you say that, mm-hmm. but I can imagine there being situations where, like, let's even look at celebrities. I'm so sorry, but hasn't DeVito got bare kids? Yeah. Obviously. Has he? He's got, yeah, Trauma's, he's not only got a child of Trauma, from yeah. what I know. Yeah, yeah. He's got other kids of other people. Okay. Again, I don't know the ins and outs here, but yeah. from the blogs, and I think Esther can help me on this one in the comments, but... It's like he only really takes care of like, mm. do you know what I mean? Even Wiz, we know Wiz has, Wiz has got more than one fam like family. Yeah. But again, do you know what I mean? And I'm not saying that Wiz's other kids have to live like the kids he has with mm-hmm. um Jade um Jada, mm-hmm. but just give them a a, a good decent lifestyle. But do you know what pro- I mean? They probably do though. Mm, I don't know. They're not gonna be like regular like suffering and impoverished and stuff. Of course not, Charlie. But I just feel like... You, These you are your king folk, so... <laughs> I, I just don't feel like you can expect them to live exactly... Um, the same. The same. No, of course. And that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm not telling you that my child goes to this private school, so now you have to come to this private school. I don't think that's even mm. going to do anything for the the, ch- the children's mental. Like, do you know what I mean? Even mm. the integration of the families coming together is, is going to be a lot. Mm. Do you understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's not what I'm asking for or even saying. Okay, okay. Makes sense. Mm. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Now. People, people are really debating and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Wait, wait. What the See, I knew it. 
That's why Esther's my sister, bruv. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Esther, we can read this out though, innit? Because obviously you haven't said anything. That's why I said... Mm. But Esther said, Iman, don't don't say of course not. There's tea I can't spill here. But trust me, these men aren't... It's moving. These men aren't doing what the public thinks they're doing. Okay, cool. Cool. Mm. Fine. Again, you look, know my, my stance, man. If a woman, if a man is the father of the child, he should take care of that child. And if he doesn't, there should be consequences. Real harsh, severe consequences. Mm. 100%. I agree. I'm just saying certain levels. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes shouldn't be forced. That's what I believe. No, fair. You know what I'm saying? Whatever can make sure we ain't got um, our black children suffering out here, mm. let's do what's necessary. I hear you. But yeah, I think we should wrap up. All right, cool. Of the day. Let's get into our next headlines. All right, so this next um, headline was something that I was thinking, you know, it could be a potential topic as well, yeah? Mm. I want to hear what you, look, what you lot think about this, yeah? So, according to the Ministry of Defense in Russia, mm-hmm. Russian children will be forced to take part in basic military training at school mm-hmm. from September. Mm-hmm. The Russian Mi- Ministry of Education provided the details earlier this year as plans are set to roll out for st- school students. Children will complete a module titled Basics of Life Safety which will include training with AKs. <laughs> <laughs> they had me up until that point. <laughs> training with AK assault rifles and hand, hand grenades, military drills and salutes. The module will become mandatory from September 1st this year with a similar program for university students in effect from December of 2022. So I guess it just happened. Uh, the Ministry of Defense also highlighted the direction that wartime Russia is heading in. Um, they said basically in their report, the initiatives highlight the increasingly militarized atmosphere in wartime Russia, as well as being a likely deliberate ev- evocation of the Soviet Union. Similar training was mandatory in schools up to 1993, right? So this is part of their heritage. They kind of used to it, mm. and they obviously want to bring it back based on what's happening now. The plans come at a time when the war on Ukraine shows no signs of easing, with Western allies meeting with Zelensky to discuss the equipment of long-range missiles and aircraft. So... I kind of wanted to turn this into a short topic, right? Do you feel what else do you feel like should be mandatory in 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 schools mm-hmm. in the curriculum that is not today? Um, stuff to do with like mortgages, like a lot of financial, mm. a lot of stuff about finances that okay. are outside of maths. Do you get what yes. I mean? Like I feel like we're not talk about mortgages, interest, saving, investments, like mm-hmm. those things. We just got talk um, maths. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like those things definitely um, should be taught in schools. So how to get a mortgage and stuff Yeah, like how that. to get a mortgage. Like, yeah, just basically like credit. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. those things that are all affecting us as adults that we kind of had to figure out on our own. What, what about those who feel like um, getting a mortgage isn't the greatest thing anyway? So still, still would you kind of be... Okay, cool. I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a decent skill to kind of have. And mm-hmm. you don't, it's not saying that you have to get a mortgage. But at least you have your equipped with the right knowledge. Do you know what I mean? To know mm. what to do if you decide to go and get a mortgage. Okay. And if you don't, at least you have that there, and you can then advise somebody else. Do you, do you understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. What else? Uh, do you feel like certain things should be specific to men's to women? Yeah, I think sex education in school, yeah, okay, is I don't remember it, it being a thing. Like all I remember is. In year eight, no, in year seven for, for for girls, 
we had a talk about periods. So all the girls got put in assembly and they spoke to us about like your menstrual cycle and stuff. But it was very, very basic. And mm. that's all. And they gave us pads. And that was it. Oh, when was this? Year seven. Year seven. Yeah. Cool. And then... Um, Do you think that was too... Was that too early, too late? No, because right I started my period in year seven. And I know people that started when we was in year six. So... It was too late. Kind of. Yeah, I feel like periods generally is like from age 11 onwards. Okay. So... Year seven makes sense. I think year six probably is probably would have been better actually because mm. it's before. Mm. Um, but I think also like a refreshers course, if that makes sense, because it's like that's the kind of only time you hear about it. Mm -hmm. So and it's very basic because obviously at that age you don't have a certain level of understanding, so they can't be too technical. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think maybe like a refreshers course, maybe like in year nine or year ten to mm. talk about it again. Mm. And maybe give you a bit more insight and a bit more depth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think also what isn't taught in schools that should be taught in schools is um, health and fitness. All, mm. all I remember really was PE, right? I went to, and my school was a sports college. Okay. So PE was a mandatory, like I had to do it for GCSE. Okay. But I don't remember being taught anything really about like nutrition mm -hmm. and health. It was just mainly sports. So like... I never knew how to lose weight. Mm. I know it sounds, and it, it, it doesn't affect everyone. And obviously mm -hmm. at that age, you might not be thinking about it, but I was mm. overweight when I was in school. Mm. So my weight was something I really struggled with, yeah. but I didn't understand mm -hmm. how to lose weight. Yeah. So yeah. I did some messed up things mm. because that's what I thought. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that should be kind of taught on its most basic level, just to kind of, just explain the importance of exercise mm -hmm. and health and nutrition away from sports. In my opinion. Do you feel like then, obviously this this could be said about anything, right? But do you feel like at some point, with those things you mentioned, there could be an agenda then? So for example, you could get people um, now pushing a particular um, idea in the curriculum. So mm. I'll give you an example. In America, right? Like veganism. Exactly. Exactly. So let's just say, for example, we know according to the stats mm -hmm. that dairy is not good, right? Mm. For human beings, especially blacks, mm -hmm. right? Because <laughs> most of I us still be in the mix, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, most of us are lactose intolerant, apparently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, do you feel like that should be put into the curriculum then? Because obviously, you, they're only going to talk about the pro the positives of, mm -hmm. of milk, the calcium content, mm -hmm. the protein content, this, mm -hmm. that, and the third. But it could be damaging to us, yeah, us black people. How how would we go about making sure it's sh you know what I'm saying? It's I just think I properly. think. Don't give one-sided truth then. Easier said than done. Of course. That's that's for everything. I know. Eggs aren't dairy. I, do you but, know what? But there's, a, no, but there's an argument that some people class eggs as dairy though. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. I just didn't want to correct you again. No, you can. <laughs> when did you correct me the first time? Oh, my maths. Mm. It's fine. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he doesn't want to let it go. <laughs> so how about mm. stuff for the modern world, like how to behave on the internet? Mm. How to spot trolls, how to ignore these yes. efforts because half the time um, bullying and victimization like leads to this down the next. So if it is, yeah. if we get them early, yes, yeah, and tell them like teach them how to basically ignore strangers. Definitely mm. social yeah, media because obviously we didn't have that issue growing up, but now too. it's it's wild. So hundred mm. percent. I was gonna say something else and it's gone out my head. Yeah, I I would like to also combat training. No, I no I agree. Combat training. Yes. I you know even this military stuff. 
<laughs> no, I'm on this military stuff, you know. You think mm. you think I don't want to know how to shoot an AK? Come on. Yeah, this is it. Hundred percent. And you know what? This is why, yeah, mm -hmm. we're so soft in comparison to like Eastern Europeans. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like they have no like <laughs> their lack of emotion is beyond me. <laughs> like I just think, wow. Mm. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, and I, okay, I'm going to talk from like a gym setting, right? Mm -hmm. When you're in the gym, you can always spot the Eastern Europeans from a mile away yeah. based on how they train. And I'm not just talking about the men, even the women, their mm. physiques are crazy mm. based on how they train. You can tell they're very disciplined and yeah. everything's very like, mm. they. one thing about them that I do admire is their level of discipline. I I, I would definitely say that. They get, they get fit like chasing niggas, isn't it? <laughs> we seen with them Ukrainians. Thanks mm. mm. that there's too much color. In, oh, so in they want to go back home. I mean, it's too, it's, too, it's too multicultural. That, you know that actually rattled me. You know, I thought, wow, go back to your war, your war torn country. Then it's ridiculous. How I, dare I, I'll, you? Our tax paying. Do you know what I mean? That's what happens, man. When you help people. To be fair. Anyway. <laughs> to be fair. So okay, so financial literacy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, combat training. Okay, what would you say um, to those that then say, okay, um, the bullies are already stronger than the average person, right? Mm. You're now giving the bullies even bigger, even voice. more. You know what I'm saying? Like now, this guy can put you in a crazy headlock. To be honest, <laughs> you should really be pairing up the bullies with the the weak ones, right? And okay. Obviously, in that particular governed scenario, mm. the bully can't really do stuff proper, right? Mm -hmm. So. It gives the weaker one time to learn the bully's strengths, weaknesses, mm. so that when they're in the playground, it's a more equal fight. Mm. And then that the weaker one could probably use little negotiation skills and you know gets a team together, mm. little victims. <laughs> you are annoying. Rush the bully. He's in a team of little victims. <laughs> Maybe that's another thing you can teach them how mm. to assess the situation. Okay. Mm. And manage expectations, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then plot to overthrow a foe. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, would, I would send my child to that. Yeah, that school. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, Interesting. Yeah. So, would you pay extra to send your child to that type of school? Yeah, I would. Because I I believe that one, when they play football and stuff with other schools that don't have that type of. <laughs> They're gonna yeah. be an advantage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it will get them ready for the world. I want my child to conquer all of them. Big yeah, facts. On top. I want I my child it. to be like Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying so. No simping. <laughs> Shout out to you, Kevin. Oh, what is wrong with being a simp, though? What's a what? simp? I, I'll be, you know, yeah, Kevin. Please definition. give us a nice definition. <laughs> what is of the definition simp? of a simp? Because yes, it seems that no one wants to be a simp. But is simping actually a bad thing? Well, right. Brother we, Kevin, we, we get Kevin's definition. We await we'll your definition we'll and your response. Right. So, okay. <laughs> simp is slang for a person, typically a man, who is desperate for the attention and affection of someone else, typically a woman. That's a simp. That's why I don't think he's bad. Like, my so man can be a simp for me. Oh, you say desperate. Yes. Desperation. Little thirsty. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> my man should be thirsty for me. Okay, for just you, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but what, what about when he doesn't have you? He should just be out here simping. Is no. that a suck up, right? A kiss ass. He, yeah, he, my so, my yeah. man should Lick kiss my... Person. He should kiss my ass. 
<laughs> what? Yeah. Say, say it in a sentence so I can it. <laughs> <laughs> So you can put me on the internet and let them drag me. Oh, man. God forbid. <laughs> Hashtag rules. Has what passport like bros? Passport bros. <laughs> Who's passport bros? <laughs> Don't worry. You find that on TikTok. <laughs> no, you're actually annoying. My mind. What what about um relationships? Mm-hmm. Do you think that could be taught in schools? Uh, Chale. <laughs> There's no hope. Mm. None. I no. no? You know what it is? Relationships are just too subjective, in my opinion. Mm. Do you understand what I mean? Mm. So I just don't think you can, you just can't, t- I don't think it's even something that can be taught, mm. to be honest with you. So then everyone just has to figure it out. You have like to figure it out on error. your own and try trial and error because what works for one doesn't work for the other. And I think the problem also is, yeah, you see how now like everybody has um, expectations based on what they think or what they've been taught is the right way to do something. So sometimes you're not willing to like give leeway or um, compromise or whatever, whatever. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's because you're so stuck in your stuck in your ways or set in your head of how something is meant to look. Mm. Whereas sometimes if you just let it flow, mm-hmm. it could potentially be the best thing for you. Okay. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like I know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like, yeah, for example, how you know how I said before how like in my head. I literally was raised to believe that success for a woman was being married and having kids. Yeah. So yeah. I lived my life and the relationships I was in, mm-hmm. good or bad, mm. I was just like, the goal is, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas yeah. once I got rid of that, mm-hmm. I'm so much happier in life because I'm not holding that in my head. Do mm. you get what I'm trying to say? Okay, so then who would teach what in school? The latter, right? Which is basically, um, don't, allow yourself to be in this particular bubble where it's like you're just born to um be here for um for men basically mm. that we're trying to say i don't even think i don't even think school can even teach you that okay do you get what i mean because mm-hmm. i feel like the problem is there's no curriculum mm. so there's no right or wrong way so there whoever te- whoever teaches you is gonna come based on their own agenda mm-hmm. and do you know what i mean and their own like their own thought process and their own experiences and stuff like that Mm. So I feel like Yeah you just I don't know man I don't mm. know I, I don't think relationships Should be taught in school though Interesting Consent should 100% mm. Consent definitely Because them Little snappers Be starting really From early I think if a lot of us Went back to school days Yeah And looked at some of the treatment And some of the stuff That happened in school mm-hmm. That stuff wouldn't fly now but it was yeah. normal back then. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Primary school or secondary school? Both. Even like boys touching girls' bums and stuff, like when you walk past in the corridor or like, do you know mm. what I mean? Like, or like touching up girls and mm. all of that stuff. There's no concept there. But it's like, <laughs> Yeah, but you know, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even if you like it or not, it's still not consent. Do you understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you're not taught that, you might now go try it with somebody else <laughs> and think because the <laughs> girl allowed it, True. The other girl doesn't allow it and then she reports it and then now you, you're you in a pickle and you're thinking, oh, but mm-hmm. it was okay with her. Why isn't it okay? Because you weren't taught these things. Yeah. Do you yeah. get what I mean? I guess so. Yeah, true. What do you mean you guess so? No, no, no. no I'm, joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Remember those tunnels that your peers used to form in the hallway in black and blue coats and then girls used to walk through and get felt up? 
No, I wasn't part of that at all. I said your peers. I didn't see you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see you were there. Oh. <laughs> okay. I've heard of the, the ramblings of such things. <laughs> it was crazy, man. There were girls getting fingered in um science class. And then oh, one guy mm. finished doing it. And then he... Oh, you smell like fish. Very terrible. People smell like... Sorry. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. It's terrible times in South London, man. <laughs> My only in South, like man. Funny. I wouldn't know about East. I didn't go to secondary school in East. So. My school's predominantly white, so... Oh, is it? Yeah. Hmm. What school did you go to? Barking Abbey. Look at me just putting my business out. I don't get any more, so I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very, very white. Cool. Mm. Anyway, let's go on to our next headline. So, don't press nothing. <laughs> cool. Even though we knew. <laughs> so, um, Michael Gove has apologised to Grenfell victims' families after um, faulty and ambiguous government guidance allowed this tragedy to occur. So, speaking to Sky News, Sky News' Sophie Ridge on Sunday programme, the housing secretary said it is undeniably the case that official guidance, which was widely seen to allow highly flammable cladding on tall buildings, was wrong. However, he added that responsibility for the fire at a residential tower block in North Kensington, West London, in June of 2017, which killed 72 people, extends beyond the Tory government. A public inquiry after the tragedy, chaired by Sir Martin Morbick, is yet to deliver its final report. But evidence submitted to the inquiry prompted Mr Gove to tell the Sunday Times there was a system of regulation that was faulty. The government did not think hard enough or police effectively enough. The whole system of building safety, undoubtedly, right? Mm-hmm. On Friday, Sky News learned that uh, major companies, including Barrett D- Developments and Persimmon, are preparing for the imminent signing of a legally binding contract with the government that could ultimately cost the industry £5 billion or more. The Grenfell inquiry heard many of the companies involved in the tragedy have failed to accept blame for their role in the events prior to the disaster. The inquiry also heard from Jason Bear KC for the Department of Leveling Up Housing and Communities, who said the government apologizes unreservedly for its failure to recognize weaknesses in the regulatory system. And the last headline is basically about Hong Kongers in Britain. And they've called on Suella Braverman to reconsider controversial measures in her public order bill, which they liken to the repressive measures used to crack down on democratic opposition in their home city. In a letter to the UK Home Secretary, aspects of the bill were described as repressive measures that threatened to paralyse the entire social movement and pose a threat to their right to protest in England or in Britain, including against Chinese communist repression in Hong Kong. So this letter, which was sent on behalf of groups and communities comprising Hong Kongers and East and Southeast Asian people, said that many of us are or represent and work with Hong Kongers who have recently arrived in the UK in the hopes of a better life for ourselves and our loved ones, where we can exercise our rights and freedoms without fear. In that same letter, they expressed particular particular concern about two aspects of the bill, serious disruption prevention orders, SDPOs, and stop and search. When I read the stop and search, I thought they need to get in line, but you know, we'll get <laughs> Ooh, that's another day. But um, pretty much in the in that same statement, they said, in effect, SDPOs, which is, again, Serious Disruption Prevention Orders, appear to be a kind of open-air prison for people simply um, seeking to exercise their rights, right? They claimed, uh, referring to the new civil orders that threatened to ban named individuals, including those who have never committed a crime from protesting. 
So yeah, they're also saying it would also subject them to curfew conditions, restrict them from using the internet in certain ways, and even require them to submit to GPS tagging. Damn. So, yeah, so this sounds a bit crazy. But yeah. Couple of points. Mm-hmm. Um, back to the original um, question that you'd asked regarding the article that you read. Yes. About what would you look to teach children in schools. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's been a rise of um, fans of Andrew Tate yes. amongst the youngers, isn't it? And there are schools that are trying to tackle his influence. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold up. And actually. Not Andrew Tate being. Um, do you know what it is? He's is he mixed race? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. But do you know what I was gonna say? He's kind of like a Kevin Samuels, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's because he's racially ambiguous. Mm. So because he's he appeals to like the Oibos, mm-hmm. that's why he's just do you know what I mean? Just mm. infiltrating everyone. If Kevin Samuels was not black, mm-hmm. I think he'd have the same impact. Mm. To be fair, maybe. But this guy's all. I don't think Kevin Samuel yeah, he wasn't said anything like yeah. Andrew Tate was used to say, to be honest. No. This guy's wild. Violent. Yeah. He's mm. using violence. Kevin Samuels was a, depending on who you talk to, mm. he was giving advice to both male. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Female and blacks, you understand? So, um, rest in peace, I guess. Um, I guess. Secondly, so. there's breaking news. Mm. Breaking um, news. Obviously, trigger warning, death. A mm. uh, suicide bomber kills at least 17 after targeting mosque in Pakistan. Oh, wow. Shout out to Proverbs. Thank you very much. I'm going to get one of these little tickers. Like breaking news. Mm. No, just play and a, Just play the song from oh. Dexter Daps. What was that? Breaking news. <laughs> Wouldn't that look to be still pull a video because we keep... It's, ten se- it's three seconds long. I'll see if it, is, it works. Mm. I think that's songs, yeah, and that's more, more in line with the culture. Urban, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. urban. I'll see, I'll see, I'll see. Thank you. Would it work with stuff that's like proper serious though? This is what she wants. She wants everything <laughs> to be a joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, but guys, man. My sister has a chicken warning. He said, <laughs> "Breaking news." Everyone's gonna be like, "Why?" <laughs> no, sorry. All right, cool. Next. Okay. Yes. Is it, you done? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Let's get on to Word on Road. All right, all right, all right. So E-Man's uncle, a man like Piers Morgan, <laughs> has basically come out and um, has said that he wants to interview our beloved Meg and Harry. Who's beloved? Your beloved. No, my beloved. Your beloved Meg and Harry. Nope. Yeah, he wants to interview them and he feels like once they obviously have this interview, mm. everyone will be able to move on. Okay. So he said, I think it would be one of those meetings of minds where we could get it all off our chest and mm. just move on. Do you think that's possible, though? Because uh... he's been scorned. Like, he's he's been on this Megan yeah. train for mm. a very long time. Just I think he's even become part of his brand now. Yeah, pretty much. And I think, I think that's what he uses to stay relevant, to be honest with you. So I don't think it's a case of him... Being able to move on. <sighs> to be fair, yeah. Obviously, I don't want to come to Piers' uh, defense, yeah. Mm. But I don't think he needs them to be relevant at all. He's a strong personality. He interviews people who are much more exciting, much more intelligent mm. than them. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if he sticks to that, he'll be fine. Look how many views his um, interview with Andrew Tate got? His interview with Jordan Peterson got? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ronaldo got. You don't need no Meghan and Harry. <laughs> 
I can't stand Piers Morgan, though, you know. Why? He looks like a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> when I look at him, I just want to say gobble, gobble, gobble. He gets on, <laughs> man. Oh, I can't stand him. I actually can't stand him. Do you disagree with his views, though? A lot of the time. Do you know what I think it is? I think he's very dismissive. I, maybe it's because he just screams white privilege. Okay. And I think that's what I don't like. And mm. I don't think he's... He's not open-minded. Like, I think he's very stuck in his ways. And when challenged... Mm-hmm. Even if it's a case of like, I feel like he's got too much pride to, to, to be like, do you know what? Do you know what I mean? Mm. I've never really seen him like, not double back, but do you know what I mean? Just put up his hands and admit he's wrong. Like, I feel like with, and, and the thing is, I don't really care about Meghan Harry, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like when he's been accused of some of the, the things, it's just like, no, that's not the case. And it's like, bro, even Stevie Wonder can see that it is. Like, just <laughs> be a man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. put your hands up. That's what it is that I can't stand about him. Mm. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So, what I like about him, though, yeah, is that in certain subjects, um, certain guests and whatnot, he would challenge certain stupidity. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, and that's what I like. I feel like a lot of people, especially white people, anyway, are dancing around topics that you need to be very direct on, and he will make sure. Well, sometimes, anyway, that he's directing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, one, he's not scared to piss people off and he's yeah, not scared yeah, to yeah. ask questions that, you know, he's not scared to ask those like hard questions. Mm-hmm. So I'll give him that. Yeah. And that's probably why he's really successful in terms of like his interviews and stuff, mm-hmm. because you know that he's going to get to the meet. Yeah, exactly. I never forget. I remember watching the clip of um, one lady, one of these um, transgender activists on the show. Mm-hmm. And obviously he, she was welcomed on, onto the show. Decided no, no one was being bad. She has the right to speak. Right. As, as everyone should be mm-hmm. um, allowed and whatnot. But she said stupid things. Like, for example, she said, <laughs> a trans man should be able to fight in boxing. A, a, a man who was born a man, for example. So somebody who was a woman, right? And, for example, starts taking hormones, testosterone and stuff. Mm-hmm. After a year, certain therapies, this and third, mm-hmm. is a man, right? And so should be allowed to fight a naturally born man as well because it's an equal playing field. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What Why is that stupid? Wow. Why? Yeah. Because it's a woman. It's it's a it's a yeah, person was born a woman. <laughs> no, because my thing I is she understands. Okay, okay, okay. Let me explain again. No, because the reason why I'm asking that is because if you've taken these hormones yeah. and stuff, do you now not have an advantage over an, a woman? No. So um, no, 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 no. No, yeah. no, do you not yeah, now you have, have an advantage you, over a woman? Yeah, do you not now have an advantage over a woman? The example you gave wasn't from a, a previous man to a woman, was it? It was from a woman to, to a man. man. Yes. I'm, and you get into I'm, the ring with Bivol. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, 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 yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, no, I, no, I'm very aware. <laughs> let me ask, let me, let, you didn't let me, this I said you yeah, didn't let me land. in the combo, bit. I'm very aware of what he said. Face your screen. My dear, as I was saying, yeah. Yeah. If you are taking all these hormones and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I'm asking, and remember, I was asking. That's, yeah, I, yeah. I said, why is it stupid? It's stronger. Mm-hmm. So I'm asking, mm-hmm. does that give you an advantage over someone like me? Yes. Wait, wait, wait. What do you think? No, but remember, we haven't got to the point. Like, it's in stages. I know where she's going. How? The, and I'm going to prevent. Uh, I'm going to present a solution. I'm, I'm also learning right now. Okay, cool. So basically, you've got two women, right? Mm-hmm. She's just said. Yes. Just now. Yeah. Somebody who used to be an, a woman, an OG yeah. woman, right? Born, yeah. Yes, yeah. OG woman. <clears throat> and she's now transitioned. Yep. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And she's 
squaring up against Gina. Yeah. Yes. Now she's now a man. Yep. Yes. She used to be a woman. Yep. Yes. The hormones that she took. Yes. Gives her strength of the panther against her. <laughs> yeah, the Black Panther. How do the, how do the, the flipping hormones give her strength? Because it's testosterone. She become more aggressive. Oh, okay. There'll be there'll be certain advantages, hundred percent. Okay. But what I'm trying to say so is, so that's why I'm asking. Yeah. That's why now do you understand what I mean? Because for me, no, it, it doesn't give you the the facial screen, facial screen, facial screen, facial screen, facial screen, facial screen. Bright Ima, please facial screen, facial screen, facial screen. What I'm saying is, yeah, yeah, to me, if it means me fighting us two fighting, yeah, mm -hmm. you're now you've now got an advantage over me. Yeah. Then is that not fair? Because it's, it's not fair because, because you how we spent years it. in this particular muscle. Even if you spend a hundred years, you, so you're you wearing heavy suits. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, yes, I'm just like, all right, cool. Mm -hmm. Go be with the man, them. No, but basically, <laughs> no. But this what is, will happen is this is violence. No, but what, what, what will it, happen? How is no, this violence? Let's stay along with this. Go, go, go. go. <laughs> no, because you're feeding me to the wolves. <laughs> I'm trying to pull you out. <laughs> no, but I need to understand why I'm yes, gonna get fed to the wolves. Basically, no, 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 no. You. Hold on, yeah, yeah, because I need to understand why I'm gonna. Brent, I like your level of um, working up. To be honest, <laughs> I like it. No, because I don't get how this is gonna feed me to the wolves. I need to understand why. What am I saying that's wrong? Because basically. The first thing you're saying is right, yeah? Okay, cool. But the ramifications of the other thing is horrible. Basically, what it is, is you've got somebody who's born a woman. Yes, mm -hmm. she's taken testosterone, mm -hmm. but she's not a man. She's not a man biologically, right? Mm -hmm. a, a man who's been a man for 30 years will kill her in the ring. You know what I'm saying? So yes, she has an advantage. I don't want to die. Just no, no, but... A bit. Huh? No, so, so I'm, wait, just what, I'm just... What I'm trying to say, basically, how we solve this is... How do we solve by this? By having a trans category. Okay, that exactly. one, that's fine. Yeah. That, so if you're a born man and you want to be a woman and you're, you fight another born it. man... That makes sense. Your, yeah. That's fine. I just don't think I should have got fed to the wolves because I'm not saying that you should go in there and die, but I'm just saying yeah. if we're looking at it based on like fairness... Yeah. I'm even questioning Emmanuel's science, to be honest. Yeah. In my head, I probably don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm okay, right now. let mm -hmm. me give you an example. Okay, so you know what I spoke about the SAS thing, yeah? Yes. So we had a transgender um, mm. um person like audition right okay and it was a man who had transitioned into a woman okay right so she stayed in my room actually right mm. so <laughs> was it a full transition so everything's gone i don't think so though see what i'm saying she That's wasn't dangerous. she hadn't fully transitioned if that makes sense yeah. but she presented as a woman yeah, yeah, yeah but she hadn't fully transitioned mm -hmm. and some of the some of the some of the girls were complaining mm -hmm. because they were like, if we're obviously you've got to pick a certain a certain amount of women and a certain amount of men. Yeah. And yeah. she has an advantage over everyone here in terms of like, do you get what I mean? Share mm. the joke. No, I can't say this one. <laughs> it's, you're on air. You have to say it now. That's the rules of the studio. It's what, it's what Daz said, isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm gonna go and read it. Daz said, "Oh, bye." I'm going. See what I'm, saying? I'm actually going because it's not it's it's not me. I'm not even laughing at that. Actually. It's not me. It was something else Ben told me earlier. So. <laughs> <laughs> what, what the heavy? Huh? The heavy? Yeah. <laughs> in my in my head, right? Oh god. When 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 I I don't take testosterone, but if I take testosterone. <laughs> I get like a power up, right? <laughs> yeah. But it amplifies what I currently have, right? Or yes. gives me uh -huh. more 
more, I guess, uh, uh, I don't know, aggression. Mm-hmm. But it's what I currently yeah, have, yeah, yeah. My, yeah. my thing. I I'm not thinking, but yeah. I'm not thinking it's like... Mm-mm, please, sorry. I was also, sorry, I was also going to say, I think they take hormone blockers as well. I was going to say though, yes. yeah. Who though? The, the women the who want to go into men. What? Yeah, women so, who want yeah. to go into men. So like, so they block off the like, estrogen and all them things. There. Like yeah, mm-hmm. but I was gonna say because on TikTok, I've come, I've come across um, a few transgender, new gen mm. women, men, new gen men, yeah, yeah. Okay. right, yeah, who are very masculine presenting, yeah, and in terms of their physiques and stuff, yeah. th- like I can tell that, like as a woman, mm. I can tr- like. That level, you know how I can never look like a man, mm-hmm. yeah. Like training, like yeah. naturally, right now, right. And yeah. if I was to, it's because I've either taken roids or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so it's that adv- I've got that advantage. I've seen some women looking blonks, not blonks, but you know what? Transgender thing. No, but you know what I mean. No, but you know what I mean. Do you get what I'm? Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, good morning. Hello. You're the Oh, hello. Hi. Hey, sis. Hi. You're the I We need to move on to the next thing, please. I haven't got my iPads, but whatever this <laughs> is the agenda is what we need to go to. Why? Because nobody's speaking about branded industries. <laughs> oh. And Ivan is laughing way too heavily. <laughs> no, do it is. For something Brent told him two hours ago. <laughs> no, I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know what the joke is either. No, I would like to. Ha- I would like to have a job to come back to. Oh damn! She thinks we're going to get we get cancelled. <laughs> Thanks, mum. We'll, right, we'll let, kick on. Yes. Thank okay, you. bye. Okay, <laughs> we need to trigger one when we stop, right? I think we need more than that. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Let's just stop talking about it. <laughs> See, this is right, why. No, I no, but, you this is valid question. No, what, no, no, but this is why I'm is. saying I don't get why I'm going to. I, I, I don't. You're not going to do it. No, no. Honestly, though, like on a very serious thing, yeah. It's those are not stupid questions, right? And the solution has been put forward, put through and forward by um, one of the heads of the boxing, boxing commissions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Suleiman. Yeah. Suleiman. And basically, he, they're actually going to be forming Correct. a transgender okay. category. And that makes sense. And, and that I understand. Well. Hmm? And in the Olympics as well. Yeah. Okay, that it's makes necessary. sense. Yeah. No, in that sense, fair. I just didn't understand, which is why I asked those questions in the beginning. But anyway, sorry, moving I on to... it would be easier if it is I have a child that wants to be one, and then I could have to learn on the spot, innit? Mm. That, that's probably the best education. Fair you? enough. Experience is the best teacher. Yeah. yeah. It is. There you go. <laughs> this guy. Okay. Um, my next um, bit of news mm-hmm. is um, the Memphis Police Department has disbanded the unit um, whose officers beat to death the motorist Ty Nichols. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a statement from the Memphis Police Department. It says... Today, the Memphis police officers assigned to the Scorpion unit um, met with Chief Sarah Lynn Davis to discuss the path forward for the department and the community in the aftermath of the tragic death of... Am I saying his name right? It's Ty Williams. Ty, sorry, Ty Nichols. In the process of listening intently to the family of Ty Nichols, community leaders and the uninvolved officers who have done quality work in their assignments, it is in the best interest of all to permanently deactivate the Scorpion unit. The officers currently assigned to the unit agree unreservedly with this next step. While the heinous actions of a few cast a cloud of dishonour on the title Scorpion, it is imperative that we, the Memphis Police Department, take proactive steps in the healing process of all impacted. 
The Memphis Police Department remains committed to serving our community and taking every measure possible to rebuild the trust that has been negatively affected by the death of Mr. Nichols. Tyree. Tyree, that's a Tyree, sorry. My apologies. Um, So yeah, and then my last bit of news is um, also Eman's other uncle, um, man like Matt Hancock. Um, so he has donated 3% of his 320k um, I'm a celebrity earnings to a charity. Um, so the former government health secretary received £320,000 for his three-week long appearance on the reality show. And according to the Register of MPs Financial Interests, a sum of 10k was donated to charity. The former health secretary said he would use the incredible platform he gained from the show to raise awareness for dyslexia following criticisms received from some of his colleagues for appearing on the show. Do you feel like that's um, enough money? 10K? Yeah. To donate? Yeah. And each money is good money, no? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you missed Are it. It's on my Hancock? Yeah. I, I think he should donate whatever the hell he wants to. Okay. I don't think he needs to donate a penny, mm. personally, because mm-hmm. he works for the money. Yeah. So I don't know why people are complaining. Mm. I hear you. That's how I say it's, it's, it's that simple to me. Because I remember seeing a um, few people say, oh, you should have given everything back. Yeah. And, and why? Because they don't like him. Yeah. Fair. But why don't they use their brain, though? No, but I think it's also the fact that... Do you know people. what it is? It's because... What? What? He was part of the whole <laughs> No, say, say, say it again. He was part of the whole COVID. Do you know what I think it is as well? Yeah, One, they don't like him. Two, I feel like when it comes to... He was the health secretary. No, of course. But you see people... Seeing politicians as celebrities yeah. is like, really? Do you know what I mean? So, and also I think it's a case of like, bro, you earned all this money already from doing nothing. Yeah. And now you want free... free anyway. Um, basically, guys, that is it from me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done talking about Mr. Hand and his cock. Um, <laughs> so let's move on to the People's Journal. All right, people, welcome to the People's Journal. I'll give you the news from an economics point of view. So the first thing I want to talk about here is Jeremy Hunt and basically his um, speech or whatever it was it he calls it on Friday. So basically this particular budget um, it just lacked a lot of detail. Long story short, remember last Friday I was talking. I was talking about this particular thing and basically saying on Monday. Obviously, I will give more details and stuff. But yeah, I'm obviously not the only person who thought that. A lot of businesses are coming out basically saying it just lacks detail. He's talking about certain things. Basically, he had a strategy, and he said he's going to focus on four pillars, which he calls the four E's. Yeah, enterprise, education, employment, and everywhere, <laughs> and everywhere. Yeah. And so basically, somebody was like, look, he should add in a 50 and just say empty. Because there was not, nothing he was really um, saying, saying. You know what I'm saying? But um, he did say, for example, um, it's unlikely that there will be room for any significant tax cuts in, in the budget and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously, he's been put under a lot of pressure recently um, from even within his party to cut taxes to stimulate the UK economy. Same thing I was saying early before he even got into the, into the job. Mm. That if you up the taxes... That there's going to be no growth. Yeah. And I don't get why people don't get that. And this is why... Sorry, this is one thing I think should be mandatory in schools as well. Economics. Because mm. mm. I think I... Yeah, people's economic um, knowledge is, is in the bin, man. But anyway, he was basically saying... I am um, people. 
<laughs> well, he basically said that um, a pledge to half the rate of inflation is the best tax cut right now. Okay. Yeah. To be fair to him, because I, I see inf- inflation as a tax pretty much, because it, it effectively is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, but it's, it just speaks volumes about the lack of planning to say, I'm going to target inflation, and when inflation comes down, guys, you've got some tax back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. again, there's just no growth. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully, anyway, he can elaborate and expound on, on some of the things um, that he wants to um, put forward to hopefully better the economic status of the country. Um, what he was talking about in terms of government borrowing, um, for those unaware, is basically the difference between the spending, the amount of tax they get in, and this and the third. That rose to a record £27.4 billion pounds in December. Right, It's the highest amount for that month since 1993. Damn. Just to put things into perspective, you know what I'm saying? Um, obviously, we know inflation was pretty much sky high. All right, you know what? Let me not say sky high, but it's very high anyway. Because even during the time of Thatcher and stuff, it hit it had hit about twenty plus percent. So obviously we're kind of lucky if you consider that. You know what mm. I'm saying? But still, ten plus eleven percent is is just not good. You know what I'm saying? And even though it has begun to slow slow down, um, it's still close to the forty year high. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Um, again, like I said, Rishi Sunak also pledged to half inflation, and yeah, people are. Uh, I kind of wanted more from him, you know what I'm saying? So I guess we'll see what he says in the coming weeks. Um, also, thousands of extra hospital beds and hundreds of ambulances will be rolled out in England this year. Okay. Yeah, and obviously to try and tackle the whole long emergency care delays mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, 5,000 new beds will increase the capacity by 5%. There's also going to be a 10% boost in the ambulance f- fleet when they add 800 new vehicles onto the road. So again... Governments have to spend. So I'm never against um, government spending necessarily. Uh, not even necessarily. Governments have to spend. We all need to be taken care of. Certain things um, need to be essentials for every for every citizen. You know what I'm saying? So it's good that, to see that they are investing this money into the betterment of the health um, healthcare system and stuff like that. But again, there just needs to be growth so that this can be stable. You know what I'm saying? Um, again, with the NHS, apparently... Thousands of NHS staff across the UK are facing pay cuts because of a change in COVID sickness. So the whole policy um, basically at a particular time enabled people who had long COVID to still get full pay. Okay. That's going to be scrapped, apparently. So if you've got long COVID, it's looking like, according to this um, BBC Panorama um, analysis anyway, they're suggesting that 5,000, between 5,000 and 10,000 NHS workers could be off sick. Um, with long COVID and unions are accusing the government of failing to support the health staff who obviously worked hard and risking their lives mm. during the whole COVID pandemic. Obviously, I don't need to talk about how serious COVID at least um, was made to seem, you know what I'm saying, mm. out there. And these people kept going to work, you know what I'm saying, every single day. And so now to make them feel as though, you know what, after a certain amount of time, their, their pay is just going to go down. It's, it's crazy. So anyway, unions are coming out to basically say, this is, um, we need to sort this out pretty much. Um, there's this one woman, um, her case was looked into. Uh, she was caring for COVID patients in 2020. In October, a few days later, she tested positive. She had bare chest pain, brain fog, fatigue, joint pain, allergies, heart problems, sinus issues, hearing loss, all of this oh, from COVID. <laughs> Everything, yeah. Um, she's still on full pay though. Mm. Right, since 2020. Yes, yeah, so it's like two years now, two and a bit years, right? But a change in this in signals, like I said, means her salary is due to be cut in half at the end of February. 
So yeah, she's going to be a thousand pounds a month worse off. That's a lot, especially it's, it's a considering bit. where we currently are right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, man. So apparently she's applied for NHS injury allowance. So if you're part of NHS or know people that are, obviously I guess you can advise them to go down um, those channels um, because they apparently um, could top up her pay. But obviously it's not a guarantee. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not for certain. So yeah, she's taking it to her, um, who is it? To Torbay and South Devon NHS Foundation Trust. Basically, who say, yeah, they can't comment on it because I think mm. um, there's going to be a legal claim as well, isn't it? So yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not good, man. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is basically, I, I touched on this last week, right? And this is um, the issues between the Turkish president, or let me, let me just say Turkey and Sweden. So basically, the president is reacting to some protests that occurred in Sweden mm-hmm. where they were allowed to protest. Mm-hmm. What happened in the protests, in one of the protests anyway, is that um, someone burned a Quran. Okay. And Turkey's a predominantly Muslim, Muslim country. country yeah. So he's thinking, you people want me to um, help you join NATO, but this is what you people are doing. They also um, hung an effigy of him as well <laughs> in, in the protests as well. So he's basically saying, okay, that's fine. I'm going to help Finland join NATO. But you guys, Sweden, yeah. nope, not happening. Petty. Yeah. Well, yeah. It is petty, yeah, but I, I, guess, I hear it. Yeah. I hear it. Yeah. So yeah, man, he, he criticized Sweden's refusal to extradite dozens of people who are allegedly tied, who are allegedly tied to Kurdish militant groups um, and other critics of his government. So these people are in Sweden doing what they're doing, right? And Swedish government knows. And he's like, extradite them so we can deal with them over here. Yeah, and they're not doing it. They're not on it. So, yeah, he's like, look, this is what he said. If you absolutely want to join NATO, you'll return those terrorists to us. Mm. He's giving <laughs> so, yeah. you an ultimatum. Yeah, 100%. Basically. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Because, obviously, NATO is obviously very important to them, especially considering this whole war thing in it. And the last thing I want to talk about is some positive news. Um, and this takes us to the country of Niger, back home in Africa. And basically, researchers working with Niger's health ministry say that they've managed to more than half the number of women who bleed to death after giving birth in health facilities, which is brilliant. So obviously, as we know, well, all of us know, but blood loss is the leading cause of maternal deaths in low-income nations, right? Apparently, there's over 800 um, women who die every single day from preventable causes related to pregnancy and childbirth. And most of these women, it occurs in sub-Saharan Africa. And Southern Asia, mm. you know what I'm saying. So imagine, imagine they've they've slashed this by half in this uh, country alone. And basically, I just wanted to go over some of the procedure. Yeah, but basically, what it is is, um, if there is a situation, right, the first step is to give a dose of some cheap um, tablets by the name of misoprostol, right, and that helps reduce the bleeding, mm-hmm. right. If after 20 minutes the bleeding hasn't stopped, then a condom's attached to a catheter, right, and that's inserted into the uterus and then inflated. Right, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and if that doesn't work, then what is called um, a non-inflatable anti-shock garment is used to give the mother time to get to surgery for blood transfusions. So, long story short, they've done these particular things, which are relatively cheap, and they've slashed um, the death rate by half. So yeah, man, that's amazing. Yeah, man. So I just wanted to mention that, man, and pick up their progression, man, in helping curb um, the. Mortality rate. Yeah. yeah. That's it for the People's Journal. I've heard, <coughs> I don't know if it is that you can corroborate this. Mm. Jeremy Hunt, not Jeremy Hunt, Suke Stammer. 
Yes. When it is that he is, when there's a general election, right? And mm-hmm. he's there going to be um, campaigning to be the pres- prime minister. Mm-hmm. He's going to be able to satisfy Brexit voters and non-Brexit voters. Okay. How? By, because mm-hmm. obviously Brexit has always been done in it. Mm-hmm. By basically having the same type of um, agreement that we had pre-Brexit. Mm-hmm. By just changing standards and getting it <laughs> to be the same as it was before. Just behind the scenes, though. Okay. And if he's able to pull that off, boom. What's that, what type of standards are we talking about, though? Obviously, <laughs> immigration, you mm-hmm. know, coming in and out, obviously. Um, I haven't, obviously, I haven't done a lot of research. Yeah, yeah. No, clearly. <laughs> you know what? When he said obviously, <laughs> what was, video? they obviously gave it away because you were like, obviously. It popped up, it popped up on feed, right? Andrew yeah. Ma, you know that guy? Mm. The little guy who looks like a like a demon and a gremlin, like mixed together. Wow. On BBC One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Andrew Marshall. Mm. And he was like, hey, I don't think anybody's talking about this, but mm. I think, like, sir, he's sir, right? Yeah, yeah. So okay, he's, he's got it locked in. But he's just waiting patiently for the mm. actual election. And then he's going to be saying, I'm going to rescue mm. what it is that we've been um, uh, siphoning or, or losing for the longest while. And if he's able to do that, I think you're going to be a fan of his. I mean, going to get this economy back popping again. If he can get the economy... I'm fa- yeah, exactly. I'm just a fan imagine of anybody. If, if it was just a case of just getting the standards behind the scenes up and running, mm. why, why the hell was it done before? Yeah, you have the um, appearance of Brexit. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, why didn't the Conservatives do it? You have the appearance, you've seen everything going tits up, right? Mm-hmm. You'd rather save face than what fix it. Mm. If you can just fix the standards at the back, I don't even know what these things means. Yeah, just like, I don't know what this legally means. Mm-hmm. But if he's saying that, yeah, he could basically satiate both our interests, then boom, that's, well, a, that's a good leader. You get behind him. I mean, if if you can fix the economy. And create growth. But in order to create growth, you need to basically go back to how it was. I mean, it depends. Not necessarily. But everybody's left. <laughs> <laughs> the people that were working in the jobs that were, were causing the growth are left. Yeah, yeah, but there's, there's, there's different ways to boost the economy. Like, like Give me one. Because it hasn't been working since. Reduce taxes. Does not have a, a negative effect somehow. Well, you get less money coming in. Because conservatives are not on losing, um, reducing taxes, are they? Um, they well... Quarting and this trust was. <laughs> <laughs> For who though? Huh? For who though? For everybody. Oh, so is that to, what, to varying degrees. Is that what happened? Huh? Is that what happened? What do you mean? Is what, what happened? He reduced tax for everybody. Yeah, to varying degrees. Yeah, so it's obviously the the top percentile had a lot more tax reduced <laughs> than the, oh, those okay. at the bottom. All right. But they st- everyone still reduced their thingy. You know what I'm saying? So personally, typically, anyway, based on history, you reduce taxes, there's going to be some type of growth. Mm. Funny you say that. Yeah. Um. Do you know someone by the name of Joseph Stiglitz? Yes. All right. <laughs> Are you sure? He doesn't know him. Look, he doesn't know who he is. <laughs> anyway, so Joseph Stiglitz, right? He's a, he's a Nobel Prize winning economist, right? Mm-hmm. He's one of the most popular economist guys now, right? What was the air quotes for? Huh? No, because obviously it, it, it'll make sense after. So anyway, this guy, yeah. So he, again, he's won a Nobel Prize. So obviously I can't, Challenge the guy in it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not going to try. Mm. But he, this is what he called for. He called for the super rich to be subjected to taxes as high as 70%. Mm. 
to help tackle widening inequality. I think that's one of the most stupidest things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> like, all of my life, ever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so basically what he's saying is, um, yeah, yeah, da, 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 where is it, where is it? Anyway. But you can be an economist and be a socialist, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah, 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 100%. But I, I, you're just wrong. You know what I mean? Typically, in it? But he's not even full-blown um, socialist. He's more Keynesian. So he's more center-centery. You know what I'm saying? Centre, he believes in a lot of um, government intervention and all that type of stuff. stuff. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I don't agree with him. But um, this is what he said. He said, people at the top might work a little bit less if you tax them more. But on the other hand, our society gains in having a more egalitarian, cohesive society. Obviously, this is just pure theory, in it? But the, th the key thing I wanted to point out here is him saying people at the top might work less. Mm. I've been saying this on the show. For the longest while, people are like, no, it's just theory. Hey, man, you're wrong. This, that, and that. No, history is saying, even this guy is saying, who I agree, disagree with, is basically, you increase taxes. The people at the top, there's no real incentive to work harder. You know what I'm saying? To innovate. All you're doing is just taking money from, from people and giving it to others. And typically, the people you're giving it to, of course, they need it. But they're not typically the ones who create growth. It's just not the best thing. So why would they look to work less if it is that they know that if they work less they aren't going to be generating that those same profit margins is it because they won't get as tax marched I did what they're, they're vex it's, they're it's, saying alright we're protesting just, no it's not really it's just there's no real incentive to work harder like typically it's, it's kind of like you saying with the whole SAS thing if you were going to be on a show like let's just say you went to the show and they were like oh there's a 50% chance of you making it you put in X amount of um, effort mm. if they said there's a higher chance of you making it and this uh, a certain amount of things could come from this mm. you're going to find the strength to work harder mm -hmm. that's just typically what happens so because you're rewarded with more no money and they're mm -hmm. taxed people they with no have, money the people the 99 percent okay who are the one percent yeah the ones at the bottom right obviously mm -hmm. they're not 99 percent yeah they're gonna work harder because they need to basically eat yes not necessarily. It depends on how much money's coming from the top. Because if this money Listen that's carefully, yeah, you just said that the mm -hmm. people at the top, if yeah. they tax more, they work less. Yeah. The people at the bottom, if they tax more, they work more. This is your theory, right? I didn't say they're gonna work more. The, the, with you, with you saying that, mm -hmm. isn't there like a not necessarily? If this happens, then this not necessarily is because All right. So the people at the bottom, mm -hmm. what will incentivize them to work more? Lower taxes. And the people at the top. Everybody lower taxes. Oh, so you're just saying every every everybody yeah. okay. Because the, the amount of people who say I'm not gonna work because it doesn't benefit me. Yeah. You lower the taxes. No, now. but I was I was I'm there thinking if it is that you raise the tax, you have to work more because you have to kind of break even. No, because there's, yeah. there's more you need to basically do to basically get the money. Yeah. So one hundred percent you have to do what you have to do. Or trigger warning, jump in front of a tree. <laughs> or rely on the government. So you can't find the work. Exactly. And where does that money come from? The top. Tax. Exactly. From the tax of the tax, tax on the top. There's no incentive to oh, work. Oh, so you're saying basically if if they know the top's getting taxed heavy, mm -hmm. the people at the bottom are going to laze off, they're stuss off because it, they're going to get a windfall it's anyway. <laughs> it's not necessarily... It's That's not how as, you it's treat, treat yeah. the standards. Yeah, but it's not... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There you Manage go. Them. Shut the door offices, right? There you go. Mm. No, but no, but honestly, yeah, it's, it's more no, so we're not going to shut the door offices. This is very good for people who 
are impoverished and whatnot. Very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 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 but it's, 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 just, <laughs> it's just more so a thing where if, 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 you, if you know there's a safety net, you know what I'm saying? You just may not work as hard. You may not have tried to jump and catch that trapeze thing, right? Mm. If if um the board thingy was, you know what I'm saying? Like if there were changes to that circumstance, mm. you start but to I think about other things. I see that the same more. as the people at the top, though. Mm-hmm. If it is that they know that they're not getting taxed, yeah, they will work less. If they're not getting taxed, yeah, if they're not no. getting taxed as much as they should, they'll work less. No, because they know it's more. coming in anyway. No, but you work more because you get more of, of, of what you're... Um, oh, you're just um, banging on greed, basically. If I'm honest, yeah. I think it can go both ways. Of course, it can. But he because always sees it as the um, Stiglitz way. No, because Stiglitz is Stiglitz. right. <laughs> it's based on history. It's based I, thought on you, history. I thought you knew him. <laughs> I thought you knew him. Sometimes they get things wrong. It's, it's based <laughs> on history and it's just based on how human beings are. Everyone needs incentives to do more. I hear it. You know what I'm saying? And so if you allow me to keep more of my money, you may find that I may give more of myself. That's just how it is. Oh, you know wish, what I'm saying? I wish Tariq was back from his holiday. Oh, Tariq will get bad. No, <laughs> <laughs> Tariq knows I'm right. You know what I'm saying? Tariq knows I'm right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Oh, oh, you'd rather be in the 1% than the 99 anyway, right? 100%. And you too, Gina, obviously. Soft life and that. The softest. And, and that's the thing. Everyone would prefer to be in the 1%. Everyone would. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, I feel as though if you... No, people... it's true because I'm not sitting here thinking, oh, when I get to a certain point and I start and I'm, I'm like... You know when you obviously go past like the, the... Is it 40%? Wait, well, it was 40%. Is it now 50? The tax. You know that like before it was 20... It's going oh, go, yeah, 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 up, yeah, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not out here thinking, oh, I can't make more money because then I'm going to go into that tax bracket where I'm going to pay, pay more tax. Mm. No, I'm still going to continue onwards. Tax yeah. or not. Yeah. But yeah, that's it for the People's um, Journal. All right, let's get into our final headlines. All right, so there's a big trigger warning on this one. Um, And six British children have been found, have been taken into care in Austria after they were found to have been living in an abandoned wine cellar with their parents. Police have said that their father is a 54-year-old Austrian, is a member of the far-right Reichsberger movement and is a known Holocaust denier. Social services were called to the property in Operitz near the Czech border when locals became concerned for the children's welfare. But when they tried to get in, the father attacked them with pepper spray. People were called and the man was arrested. He has since been released on bail as an investigation is carried out. The children, aged between seven months and five years, were taken with their mother to be, to be checked out in hospital. Police spokesperson Stefan Lloydor said that they were in good health condition and were not neglected. The children are currently being looked after by social services. Local authorities said they believe the family were living in the illegal hideout for several months, but there had been complaints about them over the last few weeks. And the next headline, um, also a trigger warning, and a father and son from Walthamstow have been jailed for a combined total of 48 years after they robbed and murdered a man in Greenwich. Nuts. Yeah. The court heard that the father and son stabbed the 35-year-old Nathaniel Eyewu Ago in the heart after he chased them due to them robbing drugs and cash from him. Police said that the pair were prepared to use any form of violence necessary to protect their stolen property. The incident took place on Barge Walk in SE10 in Greenwich on June 2nd of last year. Ernesto William, uh, sorry, Ernesto Elliott, who's 45, and Nico Elliott, 23, of Walthamstow, were found guilty by a jury after a trial at the Old Bailey. The attack took place during broad daylight 
and there was a number of witnesses, including the off-duty police officer, PC Luke Dowling, who called 999. PC Dowling was commended by the judge for his work for making sure that the forensic evidence was safe at the scene and for giving Nathaniel first aid. Nathaniel died in hospital on June 8th as a result of a fatal stab injury to his heart. Ernesto and Nico Elliott were arrested later that same day on suspicion of murder. Detectives used CCTV, mobile phones and witness statements to confirm that the pair were there at the time of the robbery. Nico made no comment in the police station, but Ernesto claimed he was he attacked Nathaniel in self-defense. On January, January the 27th, um, last week, Ernesto Elliott was sentenced to life imprisonment with a minimum term of 26 years and a concurrent sentence of 12 years imprisonment for robbery. And Nico Elliott, his son, was sentenced to life imprisonment with a minimum term of 22 years and a concurrent sentence of 10 years imprisonment for robbery. And the last headline, um, seems like some good news on the surface anyway, but Canada has agreed to facilitate talks to end a conflict in Cameroon. So the government of Cameroon and different groups involved in a separatist conflict in the country have agreed to take part in a process aimed at resolving the situation. Um, there's been no comment from the parties involved except for um, the Canadian government who's basically made a statement. But Canadian newspaper La Presse quotes um, an anonymous source in Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's office as saying that there had already been three secret meetings and the five-year conflicts in Cameroon's two English-speaking regions of the Northwest and Southwest had claimed thousands of lives while forcing more than one million to flee to French-speaking areas and a further 80,000 to take refuge in next-door Nigeria. In a statement from Ottawa, the Canadian government announced that it had accepted the role of facilitator. The foreign ministry said, Canada welcomes agreement by the parties to enter a process to reach a comprehensive, peaceful and political resolution of the conflict. For those unaware, the war has its roots in grievances that date back to the end of colonialism, when British-controlled territory was unified with French areas to create what is now known as Cameroon. Many English-speaking Cameroonians have felt marginalised ever since and have opposed what they see as attempts by the government, which is dominated by the French-speaking majority, to force them to give up their way of life, including their language, history and education and legal systems. Canada says the agreement to enter a formal process is a critical first step toward peace and a safer, more inclusive and prosperous future for civilians affected by the conflict. Um, also, a previous effort at mediation by Switzerland failed to end the war. So yeah, hopefully Canada could do something different. That's the end of the headlines. All right. So um are you not gonna talk about sports? Because you know I got I got <laughs> nothing to say. So just reports. Yeah, yeah, it'll be quick. Okay, so let's get into the reaction. Okay, so uh, there was some FA Cup football on the weekend, on Sunday, um, and Brighton beat Liverpool 2-1 at home. Stoke City beat Stevenage 3-1, and Wrexham drew with Sheffield United 3-3. Um, so yeah, man, it must to say, really, but Brighton dumped holders Liverpool out of the FA Cup thanks to a brilliant 92-minute winner from Kairou Mitoma as the Seagulls ran out, uh, deserved 2-1 victors to earn progression to the fifth round of the competition. The hosts, as expected, were without one-to-way midfielder Casido, who went public with his desire to leave after Arsenal had a £60 million bid rejected on Friday. Hmm. The manager, Roberto De Zerbi, said in the post-match interview, we are ready to go forward without him. If we don't lose Casido, we are ready to fight for Europe. 
But the, Wiz, the Reds went ahead with Mo Salah. Sorry, when Mo Salah carved through um, the heart of the Brighton defence, highlighting Casido's obvious absence to find an intelligent run of Harvey Elliott, who squirmed the ball beneath an onrushing Jason Still in the 30th minute. Brighton responded valiantly, valiantly um, restoring parity nine minutes later when Tariq Lamptey's long-range effort deflected fortuitously beyond a wrong-footed Allison via the foot, via the boot, pardon me, of Lewis Dunk in the 39th minute. Jurgen Klopp attempted to force the issue midway through the second period, introducing James Milner. Milner still plays Liverpool. Wow. Um, Jordan Henderson and Nunes, but spirited Brighton held firm before firing a killer blow in the second half stoppage time. Bitoma, like we said, had an outstanding afternoon and he threatened Allison's goal on multiple occasions and was rewarded for his persistence in the dying embers of the game shimmying through a crowd of players at the back post before rifling the winner into the roof of the net in the 92nd minute. So yeah, man, long story short, Liverpool's out. And the last headline uh, is what we spoke about earlier, to be fair, so we don't really need to touch on it, but that was Andy Yard, sorry, Anthony Yard, losing to Better Beev. But he's gained loads of, of respect, man, for his performance. So big up Anthony Yard, and hopefully um, it's only up from here, man, and he can let um challenge for a belt again. Also, and, and, and what's good is, yeah, his first loss was to Kovalev, yeah? This was, like, I think two years ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kovalev kind of echoed the same thing that Better Behave was saying, which is that Anthony Yard is young, and this guy is basically, he's going to be a champion one day. They can both see it, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's just that he fell short against them, innit? So, yeah, man, hopefully, as Yard, yeah, man, just brushes himself off, and obviously he can come back get some good fights. Maybe a sick domestic fight against um, Watsi or one of these other boxers in a the, in the similar weight class. And um, yeah, fight for the title again, man. So yeah, that's it for the reaction. Okay. Well, let's get into our outro. Ready? So guys, thank you for tuning in today. I forgot to mention this when you when we first started, but if you haven't already, please like the video. I hope me and Iman and Brent did you guys justice today and brought you a lit show. I think we did personally, to be honest with you. Even though we were misunderstood regarding our conversation. No, 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 no. I know, but she she clarified. It wasn't the combo. It was the hee hee ha ha. Oh, Emmanuel. Mm. It's always Emmanuel, man. I'm innocent. Anyway, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, regardless, I hope we... Um, Brought you joy and news and great vibes this morning. And um, clips and clips and clips for the passport bros. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 if you, I'm not. I will drag you by your throat I'm not. publicly. No clipping. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, um, as I said, make sure you like the video if you haven't already. Don't forget to send in any um, sis, what would you do or asking for a friend um, and let us know which one it is for um, to the day after at the new black with an x.com and voice notes and text messages can be sent to 07564 841073 and we'll catch you guys tomorrow peace Be out peace